Hey, it's Pete Steele. No, that's not what you say. <laughs> you say what? Hi, I'm or hey, I'm Pete. St I'm Pete Steele. Not it's Pete Steele. Oh. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> it just okay. sounded way too weird. All right. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Hey, it's. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> I'm. I'm. Yeah. I'm. Okay. I'm. Two can play that game. Hey, I'm Pete Steele. And I'm Andrew Miller. And welcome to Two Can Play That Game, the podcast for people who have one friend. If you have more than one friend, this podcast, it's not for you, Andrew. Okay, mm -hmm. go ahead and banish, banish them to the graveyard. So the text on the bottom of the card, Andrew, says, uh, if, target, <laughs> if, tar if target creature has more than one friend... Uh, uh, you know, ba uh, banish right at to graveyard after this turn or something right. like that. Yeah, well, every, or, that's that's true. Every uh, every Magic the Gathering card does have the number of friends that that, that creature has on it. You know, at the it bottom. should. Yeah, it should, if right. the if it doesn't, Wizards of the Coast. Hopefully, they're list. They are listening, of course. Right, it says offense. Their favorite offense slash defense slash number of friends should always right. that that number should always be one. That number should always be there, uh, and you can have that idea for an expansion, uh, for a booster pack. You know what I mean? Right. On us. That's right. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, you know. So yeah. uh, don't don't worry about getting your big fat wallets out. You know no. what I mean? Or whatever. No. <laughs> it's free. Hey, speaking uh, of big fat wallets, heard of that? No, I'm just uh, we're, yeah, the two of us are back. Uh, yeah, baby. A couple of rich guys. Time, but we ran out of money, and now we're back for more. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. We're not. Um, just kidding. We're not we out of money. We are um, back for the show. But we are back. Um, yeah, yeah. Just in case the IRS is like listening, you know what I mean? Wait, <laughs> they if they are listening, I am out of money. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, that's true. Uh, yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. Um, no, but obviously we make zero dollars from this. So, um, Andrew, um, this is our first episode of the third season. Third Andrew, season, our are haters are sh shaking in their boots right now. Yeah, they, they said it they couldn't be done. They can't believe we've made it. They said it couldn't be done, but um, we're here on episode number 61. Now, we took we did take a bit of a hiatus there, a long break. Yeah, uh, but a bit of a break. I'm, I feel rested and refreshed, Pete. I don't know about you. Um, yeah, very rested, very yeah. refreshed. Uh, in fact, uh, the, the fact that uh, we're doing this right now is annoying me. Andrew, shutting off my computer, going back on vacation. <laughs> All right, that's how good mine was. No, turning on Netflix um, and get, getting back on the couch. <laughs> time to uh, binge watch uh, the latest thing. Um, Andrew, no, I'm kidding. Uh, I'm ready to go, baby. I am firing up my computer now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm wait, hitting wait, record recording. now. Hold on, wait. No, we kind of uh, forgot anyway. how to do this. Yeah, no. Anyway, yeah, we are I, back. The number one podcast in the land. Two can play that game is back. That's and right. Guess what? That's right. The Speaking land of... is going nuts out there. The <laughs> right. the people the, the people of the land are are absolutely going wild. Yes, because um, the plane the planes walkers are here to tell you about wow. a. a just an, an epic game here. We're, we're talking about a game that just about everybody has heard of, I think, you know, and uh, right. a lot of people have Stratego, played. Stratego. Yes. Andrew. We're talking about Stratego. <laughs> the duel no. of the planeswalkers. Yes, we're talking about uh, Stratego, and we're also talking about Magic colon That's right. The Gathering. 
That's right, Andrew. We, if you uh, eagle-eared listeners, will remember that we have started every season with a, a just a classic banger. <laughs> oh, that's right. From the past, we've done chess in in season Ancient. one. We've done checkers in that's season right. two, and now we're dusting. We're blowing the dust off the old ancient civilizational game of Magic the Gathering, uh, parentheses, 1993, maybe? Yes, yes. This one, Andrew, come on. This is this is a modern cl- a classic. If you've ever heard one, this is our, this is our chess. Okay? Right. This is my generation's chess. That's right. Well, and, and that's going to be one of my one sentence summary on my generation's chess. Oh, no. uh, my generation's chess. <laughs> I'm kidding. Well, why don't we? Uh, you know what? Why don't you go ahead and sum it up in one sentence? How about that, Andrew? Okay. One sentence explanations. Okay. If I had to sum up this game in one sentence, I would say that Magic: The Gathering is the game that separates the nerds from the dweebs. Right. This is yeah. The game. Yeah. The game that all the nerds are are okay. a bit to play at the lunch table, you know. Okay, so the separation, the 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 line goes down between nerds and dweebs, and this one is on the nerd side. Is that what this, you're saying? This um, what is on the dweeb side then? Uh, nah, we can't get into it. We'll get we'll cover that next. Stratego is on. The... <laughs> hey, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Would a dweeb do this, and then I run straight into a bomb? Um, <laughs> Andrew, uh, it's funny that you bring up nerds because. My one sentence summary for Magic the Gathering is it's like poker for nerds. Yeah. Okay? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, 100%. Classic card game, but you know, poker, you got, that's usually a jock. You know what I mean? And they got <laughs> the beers and they're drinking the, the, lo- the light loggers and they're chomping their big cigars. The big cigars. And they're. Looking at their playing cards, got ladies in bikini. I guess actually that is maybe I would both both things probably it <laughs> over hypersexualizes women. But anyway, uh, but uh, it, actually in that one maybe the maybe a check mark on the poker side because it's only you have to get a specific set of cards to get the the ladies in bikinis on the poker cards. Anyway, what, what? Andrew, what I'm trying to say <laughs> what are you is talking about Andrew, right. listen. The, the nerds didn't feel welcomed at the poker table oh, right. because it exactly. was the jocks and the and also maybe the cool dogs that was playing poker and everything. Mm-hmm. But definitely not the nerds. But now, now, cards, they've reclaimed cards for yes. the nerds. Yes, cards belong to nerds now with Magic the That's Gathering, right. this classic That's game. Right. It, mm-hmm. Now, like I said, uh, this is a game that just about everybody has heard of. You know, it's, it, it is, it's oh, always yeah. been one of those games that's like, oh, that's, you know, I say the nerds separate, or we both mentioned nerds, I guess, and it's it's mm. because it's one of those games that gets referenced, I'm sure it's referenced a million times in, in like, Big Bang Theory, like, where it's like, you know, let's yep. think of everything that's nerdy, and we'll reference that, you know, it's 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 one of those, like... Oh, I, I don't know, Andrew, why don't I go ahead, and I'm just going to get out my big book of references from Big Bang Theory here. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> so it weighs a ton, you know what I mean? But you know what I mean, where it's like to... it's like a stereotype for 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 nerds. It's it's uh, yes, no, it very, is um, Dungeons and Dragons and is a but, whole oh, thing. By the way, before we Magic offend... the Gathering is a whole thing, <laughs> right? Dungeons and Dragons, Magic. The... Before we offend anybody out there, I mean, we are big nerds, so I'm not. I'm saying oh, it's yeah. love in my heart, you know. Uh, yeah, <clears> come on, there. we don't have any. You know, we're not delusional over here. No, please. We're doing. This is the third season of a podcast about two player <laughs> okay yeah i guess I that mean, was clear i didn't need to i didn't need to clarify that i guess yeah, they are our, our listeners should be constantly giving us uh, swirlies or whatever you know what <laughs> right, i mean right andrew um listen uh classic board game. we are getting to the point now where i think there probably are kids these days who don't know what i mean it's still it's still well, being made obviously yeah, but it's like it's it might popular. be it might be as not as much of a cultural zeitgeist as it was when we were growing uh, up, but yeah, maybe. But I don't know. I'd be interested in uh, finding out. Let's so, ask the I kids. Know. I don't any, know. Any any children go ahead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, let's not. Let's any not. children go ahead and hit our uh, you know email. Do you know what Magic the Gathering is? No, see, uh, we'll never get that. We have, we're not on TikTok, yeah. so uh, you know we don't. So sorry. Of course. <laughs> They're never going to hear about oh, this podcast. Oh, that's how. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Andrew, what is Magic the Gathering for the, you know, four-year-olds out there who are listening that don't know? <laughs> they only know Pokemon. They go, is this, is this like Pokemon? And well, we go, it, Ooh, there's like steam coming out of our ears. This was, this is before Pokemon. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Well, it is kind of similar. If you ever play Pokemon cards, it's similar. Pokemon kind of stole. And, and just oh, yeah. about any collectible card game that you ever played kind of right. stole the idea from this. This is the this is the this originator. Is the, yeah, the of like a trading of, card game. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. absolutely. Um, so Andrew, I mean, basically, here's the thing, right? You got um, you are a planeswalker or some sort of like big wizard uh, guy or gal or right. a minotaur. I don't know. And um, you. Uh, uh, basically, you cast spells mm-hmm. uh, from your hand, and and uh, you got these cards, and they're all, every card you got is a different spell, right? Uh, but to cast the spell, every spell has a certain cost. The cost is usually you need to tap power from uh, a mana card, which is uh, a land card, basically. So if you yeah. got a spell, and the spell is primarily like a black magic spell or whatever... Um, you're going to need to tap, like, uh, you know, hey, it costs the power from three swamps to uh, to, to cast this right. spell or whatever, right? right? So you got these cards, and some cards are those lands, you know, the mana that you're going to tap for power. Uh, and then the other cards are the spells that you cast. And so you're basically choosing which cards to play and, and how, and uh, you're you're trying to make sure that you have enough of the land to be able to pay for the spells, but also enough spells so that you're able to, uh, you know, stay alive in this battle. Because you're battling another Planeswalker, believe it or not. I know that's a huge twist. Um, and they are also casting spells at you. Why? I don't know. I honestly have no idea why you're just casting spells at each other, but that's just the way it is when you're a wizard, I guess. Um, and most of these spells are like, uh, you know, creatures of some sort and these creatures you know fly or strike hard or blah 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 they all have like these different uh, abilities they can do think, usually think of any you know? like f- any literally think of like any fantasy kind of 
creature, monster, yeah. warrior, anything that you've ever heard of in in any kind of fantasy text or movie or it like it's there. They have a version of it's that. It's all there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's been around for so long that now they're I I they're probably who knows what they're thinking of these days. Right. Yeah. All kinds. Um, of stuff. You know. It's probably it probably blow your mind think trying you know seeing what they're thinking of these days, Andrew. Um, anyway, that's the game. That's it. That basically you are uh, you know you're trying to build up your reserve of like power that you can tap to then cast these spells and the spells do damage. Now here's the thing: you can you got these spells incoming. These creatures usually are like charging at the other planeswalker. And then that other planeswalker has to decide, listen, am I going to use some of my creatures to block his creatures? Or am I going to, you know, let some of this uh, damage through and blah, blah, blah. Uh, and uh, and that's really the game. Everybody, uh, the planeswalkers themselves have, uh, you know, like 20 health points. Mm-hmm. And uh, if uh, if you, whoever gets down to zero first loses and the other person wins. So... Um, we, you know, you're trying to figure out the puzzle of like which, what damage, you know, how to stop the damage basically from getting through yeah, you yeah. in the most efficient way possible. There are also some like different cards that you can pull out that aren't creatures that are like enchantments yeah. and all kinds of different spells you can you can mm-hmm. pull. And I mean, they've gotten very creative with these cards. We should probably say also, Pete, we didn't say this top top is that we are very very novice with this game. Like we we yeah. we're not collectors. We don't really play the mm-hmm. game that much. We've played it a handful yeah. of times. We played it a handful yeah. of times in preparation for this. Uh, right. So at a very basic level, right? Yes. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, um, we, you know, certainly are not people who have, uh, you know, kept up with the uh, meta of the game or right. whatever. You know what right. I mean? So who knows? But uh, but hey, and we took a big old bite out of this thing, and I I know how it tastes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I could say, actually, I'll tell a little bit of personal history here. I, I grew up playing Pokemon cards, really. And when we played yeah. this, I didn't play this until a few years ago when I was at uh, PAX Unplugged, the uh, board game convention around here. And uh, oh, yeah. played it for the first time, got a few free par- starter packs there and played it. And I was like, oh, that's, that's kind of like Pokemon. It's fun. And then we played it again yeah. for this. And I was, I, I'm, I was just kind of like shocked at how, because I always had this thought that Magic Gathering had this like mystique around it of like wow it's like a really intense you really got to be a nerd to play that one you got to really know all the rules and oh. stuff like that but really it's a very simple no. game to play like it's very easy to play no you can be dumb as bricks and um <laughs> you know I, well, I didn't say that but yeah I, I wouldn't and I wouldn't Andrew I wouldn't say that the people a lot of the people that play it are no. uh because I don't want to upset them um <laughs> but uh listen um, it's, uh, you know, yeah, you're just, I, you're I just think, casting the spells and seeing yes. what it's I like, think yeah. part of the, now we'll talk, I, I'll definitely talk more about this in the history of the game, but I think the big, probably the big appeal of this game is that it's a collectible card game. So part of yeah. it is, is not just playing the game, but also creating your deck. So yep. you, ha- there are literally thousands and thousands of cards out there that you can have in a deck, and you mm-hmm. have to like build this deck in order to make it function well, and, and so you could fight your opponent. There are mm-hmm. six different like element types. I don't know, I'm sure what they call them. Uh, I guess they're called elements, sure. right? Five. Uh, yeah. Oh no, sorry, not five, not six. Is it six? Five. Sorry, I said six. Five. Five. See, so you can tell Watch we're not. Sorry. Well, boy. They're yeah, coming at me. yeah. No, there are five, <laughs> five different uh, types of. Uh, uh, magic yeah. that you could have, then they're represented by five different colors, and so yeah, you might build white, a deck. black, red, green, blue. That's right, it. and they they're all they all have different features to them, but um, sure, you 
you might build a deck that's like all one color because you want that your only certain creatures can be powered by certain land, like you were talking about with the black, reading the swamp right. and all that stuff. Or maybe you'll mix in like two colors so you can have like a diff- two-pronged approach to it and things like that. But mm-hmm. uh, part of it is the fun is putting together putting together a deck that would that would really work and collecting the cards, yeah. buying different cards and getting one like a really rare one that's like, oh my gosh, this one's so powerful, you know, and using right. it, that kind of thing. So. Yeah, I would assume there's a certain amount of camaraderie and community in finding out, you know, it's the same, it's anyway, anyway with these trading card games or, or any trading cards in general is like yeah. the guy, you know, People, I'm sure, I, I think people watch videos all day on YouTube of people cracking open booster packs and stuff like that. <laughs> right. There yeah, is the, you know what I mean? Yeah, there is a, you know, there is a desire to see what someone got or whatever and see what the newest stuff is that someone created. That's definitely part of it. That yeah. is, um, but you know, and honestly, maybe one of the most controversial parts of the game, if you mm. will, because um, there is the actual game mechanics itself, the game play, you know, the... Mm-hmm. Um, and then there, because it is a trading card game, there is that whole other element where it's just like there are constantly new uh, cards that are coming yeah. out. And yeah. you know what I mean? And you can slap down money and keep up with them. You know what That's I mean? Right, yeah. You know? So, oh, yeah. Anyway. You could you could spend um, a fortune on this game for sure. But when I don't know, I don't know if that's how I don't know if if uh, Richard Garfield, uh, who is the designer of this game, um, you know, yeah, not Richard Heathcliff, okay, Richard Garfield, okay. <laughs> um, I I wonder, top I don't know how, if he pictured this. Richards here, Thanks. only top shelf Richards. Thank you, thank you. Um, I don't know if I don't know if he would have assumed that this is where it would be this 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 long later. I don't know. You tell me, Andrew. Um, you know, tell me about how this long later uh, was 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 in was in Richard Garfield's mind. Yep, Bring us all the sentence. way back to the beginning. How about that? That, that was a sentence. Um, mm-hmm. Yes, uh, I did look up the history of this game, <coughs> and uh, took me a little while because, kind of like our other season premiere episodes, Chess and Checkered, this one has a ton of articles written about it. Um, and oh, yeah, in yeah. fact several books written about it and so it is that big of a game that uh, you know you can read all about it um so (laughs) i'm only going to go over a very brief history of this but if you want to learn more about it go for it there's tons of it out on the internet to read so like you said um richard garfield is the designer of the game and we've we've talked about richard garfield before on this show if you want to go back and listen to our episode on android netrunner he um that's another that's not a collectible card game what is that a living card game that one's a living card similar but different Yeah. yeah um and he designed the original uh, Netrunner game for that. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. But anyway, he is uh, an American mathematician. He grew up in the 70s, and he loved loved games. And he heard about this game called Dungeons & Dragons. And actually, before his local uh, bookstore had any of the Dungeons & Dragons like books, the guides on it, like with the rules, he actually just took what he had heard about the game and made up his own version of what he thought Dungeons & Dragons would be. And so, oh, what yes. the heck? So, speaking of nerds, you know he's a big nerd. Um, mm-hmm. He <laughs> wizards, of, wizards of the coast cur- currently, because <laughs> they also own Dungeons and Dragons. Yes. So they're currently getting a time machine to go back and slap, you know, young <laughs> Richard Garfield with the he, cease and desist. Uh, <laughs> he made a, and for his version of Dungeons and Dragons, he made like a board, basically a board game. He made a board where you move from room to room and fought monsters, kind of like Clue or something like that with monsters where you're hmm. fighting them. And uh, hmm. 
when he got hold of the game finally, um, he was shocked to see that this game was different. It didn't have like boundaries, and so uh, you mm-hmm. know, because a D a D game could, if you're not familiar, it could potentially be endless. You know, it just is all based oh, on yeah. your imagination. So he realized that the players were actually kind of the game designers, and this would kind mm-hmm. of this idea would stick with him and later kind of inspire his idea with with Magic: The Gathering. Um, <clears throat> wow. So you, you get that in, in a little bit, but. Um, so yeah, so anyway, D&D inspired a lot of nerds his age to create their own fantasy games. Um, and in the 80s, he designed a game that w- that he called Five Magics. Uh, so hmm. this was kind of the basis of Magic the Gathering, Five Magics. And he had the five elemental powers represented by the five colors from five geographies. And so this was pretty like typical of fantasy stuff at the time. And honestly, still today, I feel like, you know, whenever you see fantasy stuff, it's always like, oh, there are you know four elements that you know he's the water guy yeah right but he's the fire guy it's the same thing with pokemon too like this there's is the electric yeah yeah. (laughs) um so you had red which was aggression and came from the mountains black ambition and came from the swamps blue rumination from the islands white represented orderliness from the plains and green represented growth from the forests and Hmm. his game changed a lot and it changed actually every time he played it. It was different. Uh, sometimes he made he made it into a card game. Sometimes it was a board game. Sometimes you collected victory points to win. Sometimes you defeated your opponents in battle. And so it was really just like a fun game that for himself and his friends to play that he kind of made up. Now, huh. in 1991, you know, several years later, he'd been playing this game. Uh, a friend right. put him in touch with a game entrepreneur named Peter Atkinson. Atkinson. Okay. So they're watching, right? So they're watching Snick or whatever. It's, <laughs> it's 1991. They're watching Snick uh, on the big orange couch. Yeah. They're watching uh, what the Kablam or whatever that show. They're is. watching Kablam. They're watching who's the Are You Afraid of the Dark? Clarissa explains it uh, all. Great. Yeah. They're, okay. they're watching Double Dare. Suddenly, yeah. and he gets a call in the middle of Double Dare. He's going, what are you doing? I told you to never call me during Double Dare. And he says, listen, you got to talk to this guy. You know, Right, Peter Atkinson. Um, Peter Atkinson was a systems analyst for Boeing by day, but by night he was the founder of a brand new games company called Wizards of the Coasts. Wizards mm. of the Coast, which Pete has mentioned here. Uh, Atkinson, uh, he liked the basic concept of five magics with the five different you know elements. And he... He suggested, hey, why don't you make something portable that nerds could play during their downtime at comic book conventions, you know? Uh, yeah. Because I guess he's been to a lot yeah, of these smart. conventions. Right. And so later, uh, Richard Garfield, he's on a hike, and he's thinking about this, and he said that a burst of inspiration came to him, and he imagined people buying different cards to create different decks to use in battle against each other. And so it, mm-hmm. he was he was taking the basic idea from Dungeons and Dragons of the player being the game designer. Uh, so yeah. players would design their own deck of cards, you know, kind of however they wanted to. They could customize and change their decks every time they played. So every game would be different, right? And yep. now, of course, Peter Atkinson, being a, a business guy, he went nuts Uh-oh. over this idea because he yeah. saw... He saw the potential. That's usually, in, yeah. that's usually where the problem starts is when the <laughs> business guy enters. Right. He well, he saw the potential in how much money they could make with this idea. So he mm. he was even quoted as saying that this idea could make the millions, and uh, obviously he was right um, because it definitely mm-hmm. did. It was yeah. it wasn't like a regular board game that you would just buy once. Like you know, every family's mm-hmm. going to buy Monopoly once, and that's it. 
you know. Uh, mm -hmm. pe people would want to keep buying cards over and over to collect and strengthen their decks, and well, they... and by the way, Monopoly has now decided to <laughs> adopt the <laughs> the strategy, and they're releasing good point a new Monopoly every you know five months. Or right? Yeah, every two seconds, there's a new Monopoly out there, <laughs> Which, but it's actually it's just reskinned anyway. Um, <laughs> so anyway, you know, they'd want to try different strategies with the five different magics, and so they you know this meant buying more cards, and also you know the yep. the big thing was like. Uh, the booster packs it's going to be a secret so you, it's like you get that gambling aspect mm -hmm. of it in there of like what's it going to be this time you know let me open it up oh yeah. i got this oh i already have this one you know let me let me and buy i mean uh, i feel like by this time you know it's like oh the, i feel like this was a big sports card time too you know sure. what i mean like uh, i remember back in the day andrew it probably would have been around this time when uh, do you remember there being like multiple like you know uh, comic book store slash like uh, you know, card stores where they could, they're like, yeah, you can get all your, you know, baseball cards here, your basketball cards, get your magic card, you can get your comics. You know what I mean? Like, this was yes. a legit um, business back in the day, was you were, but like one of the main draws was cards in general. You know what I mean? Like, so I feel like I remember there being a spot in my hometown that just, you know, you walked in and there was just rows of rows of like, I don't know, baseball cards and stuff like that. You know what I mean? Like, this was this was a model, I feel like, that existed. Absolutely. Uh, oh. Trading cards. It just wasn't a game before they made it into a game, you know? A hundred percent, I remember that. Uh, you know, you, you get your baseball. I, I definitely went through a, a mini baseball card phase, I think, back then, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, um, yeah, baseball, sports cards in general are really not much of a thing anymore I, i'm pretty certain yeah, on that i think magic yeah, gathering you know millennials still... killed the millennials yeah. killed the trading card industry yeah i can remember one time i i don't know how old we but were what they remember. should make is what they should make andrew is woke mob no, we cards <laughs> cards for the woke mind virus and then those things would sell like hotcakes to Absolutely. those idiots out there who you know uh, kids are too busy collecting their TikToks. Um, I remember one time <laughs> setting up, I don't know if this is a good story or not, uh, probably like 10 or 11 years old, we set up uh, on the street, like instead of a lemonade stand, we set up like a baseball card stand. Like, come buy a okay. baseball card. And we wow. would like try and, one kid had like right. a book that showed like how much they were all worth, and he had like a bunch of baseball Whoa. cards and stuff like that. Yeah, see? I don't remember anybody stopping and buying any though, so I don't think it, I don't right. think it worked out, but Anyway, it went the way, it went the way of Beanie Babies, but it had yeah. a much longer life than Beanie yeah. Babies. Did. Oh, I'm don't. There are still people buying baseball cards out there, but not you know not to what it used to be. Anyway, sure. yeah, this game, uh, Magic: The Gathering, finally debuted in 1993, and it was a huge hit, and it would go on to kind of it really kind of created the new uh, genre of card game, the collectible card game. Yeah. You know? and right. uh, it inspired like a bunch of other ones, like we said, Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, um, mm -hmm. things like that. Digimon. Also, Digimon. Oh, Digimon. I forgot about Digimon. Wow. I know um, you did. Wow. Everyone did. Everyone did. Everyone and yet, did. Yeah. you know what I mean? No, yeah, well, as soon as you um, said that, there were, you know, obviously all the millions of listeners out there, all something fired in their brain. Was like, oh, <laughs> Digimon. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, I mean, and then just countless other yeah. board board games since. Well, you know, anything that's, a, anything that's a card game, really, you know, real, and uh, anything where things also, battle. Yeah, anything also that's collectible, too. It doesn't even have to be card games. Like, think about, like, Things as recent as like those Nintendo amiibo things. You remember that, where you yeah, buy yeah, those little yeah, statuettes yeah, yeah. and they and then you can play. So so the difference is between this and baseball cards. Baseball cards, you're just collecting the cards. This one is like right. 
the more you collect, the then you can play the game differently, right? Kind of like yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, we've talked about another one of these, uh, Star Wars X-Wing, the, the miniatures yeah. game. Yeah. You know, yeah, with, yeah, those are very much collectible too. Yeah, yeah. you collect them, mm-hmm. and then but you collect it, and you don't just look at it. You can actually play the game differently because now, oh, now mm-hmm. I got this special one that I can, you know, yeah. change the game with. Yeah, so yeah. that yeah. was kind yeah. of the beauty of it. Um, hmm. Yeah, so like I said, they had core sets, they had booster packs, and the booster packs, mm-hmm. you know, really fired off the, that gambling mindset, got that dopamine going in the yep. brain. So it was just it was just a, they're just printing money with this game basically. It's just right. it's mm-hmm. just a, a if you want to make money on a card game, a genius idea. Um, yep. There are huge tournaments uh, out there with really big cash prizes held all around the world. I mean this this game is huge, and also the the other big thing is this game spurred on a large secondary market. You know, so people will buy ah. cards at like auctions for you know hundreds yeah. of thousands of dollars. Um, right. Apparently, I re- I wrote this down because I don't really know what it means, but I'm sure somebody listening does. A PSA Gem Mint 10 graded Alpha Black Lotus. Black Lotus, I believe, is a really rare card, right? Black Lotus. Yeah, uh, right. I've it seen was one of those before, framed yeah. in a case signed by its artist, Christopher Rush. Uh, yeah. Sold at auction for $511,000 in January of 2021. Ooh, half a million dollars. Yeah, half a million dollars for one Holy card. moly, for yes. one card. And apparently Whew. apparently, the secondary market is so large and complex that actually some people, some people this is actually their job, like like a stock person, yeah. is to like actually like study the market and make a career out of market manipulation, creating mathematical mm-hmm. models to analyze the growth of cards worth and stuff. It's like, <laughs> it's amazing. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, That's it's, insane. Yeah. I, so yeah. it's a job, so it's a job creator. Is that yeah. Oh, uh, big uh, it's good for the economy. <laughs> uh, for yeah. The, uh, well, and, uh, and, uh, and, you know, like you said, like you said, there's some gambling involved there too. Cause I bet there are some people who are like, yeah, what I do is I grab, I grab like a ton of, uh, you know, uh, booster packs or whatever right and i'm gambling on you know what i mean like finding a really rare one in there that's gonna get me a bunch of money or whatever you know what right. i mean right um and then i hit the jackpot if i do you know what i mean and it'll yes. pay it'll more than pay for you know me you know what led to it or the 500 it. booster packs that i bought yeah yeah right exactly. or, or or it'll be like uh, they're investing right it's like well i'm gonna save these i'm not right. gonna play with these i'm gonna keep a mm. mint because that one said gem mint 10 graded so i guess it, it, people grade how the condition yep. of the cards just like baseball cards you know right just like with baseball cards yeah. interesting um hmm. so anyway a couple little last notes here wizards of the coast actually became so big that they were able like you said they were able to acquire dungeons and dragons they now they now have the license yeah. for that um, and, you know, I almost didn't bring this point up, but actually now there is an official version of this game called Magic the Gathering Commander, which is mm-hmm. for two to five players. Um, oh so it's actually absolute you. garbage oh. of a game. It's a terrible game. Um, <laughs> well, uh, um, but, well, well, I'm sure this will come up later, but it's, it's, a, uh, I think one of the most popular ways to play partly because, um, you do not have to do all the collecting um and uh uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, you know board game or um, collecting and and spending money on it and stuff like <laughs> right, that right. you know what i mean like you can it's a it's a little bit more reined in the amount of money you have to spend on. Right, so i think right. that one's actually but we'll so, talk about the whole money aspect yeah of it later. yeah yeah so apparently there are over 20,000 different cards uh tens of billions of cards have been printed in total 
Uh, there have been some video games based on this, some books, some comic books, and in 2019, it was inducted into the National Toy Hall of Fame, Magic the Gathering was. And so that's, Whoa. yeah, that's a big honor. So, like I said, pretty uh, crazy. Yeah, a lot, lot more learn, a lot more to learn about this game, but I just did not have enough time to put it all right in here. Um, yeah. Because, Pete, we have to get what? to the triumphant return of everyone's favorite segment. Oh, Andrew, do you mean it's time to review on this? Review on this. Did you just say review on this like Urkel? Review on this? Did I do that? (laughs) Did I review on this? (laughs) (laughs) All right, Andrew, listen. Review on this is uh, our segment where, uh, you know, I look up a bunch of reviews that people have written on the Internet about this game. And then I try to uh, kind of uh, take the uh, most insane ones, right. basically. This, seg- then, this uh, segment is our money maker. You know, people just want to collect yeah, all these. Reviews. Yeah, this is we're printing money here with this segment, here, <laughs> Andrew. Um, people have to collect all these different, you know, get a, reviews. Get a review on this, but booster in order pack to, now, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew, um, let me go ahead and tap the review mana. You know what I mean? Okay. Get my... Now we're talking. <laughs> okay. Now we're talking. Okay, Andrew, listen. Um, this person on the internet gave it a 1 out of 10. So this is uh, you know, oh as low as it gets. Here we go. And uh, their review was, I really hate this game. It's a, <laughs> There's a question. It's I really hate this game, but there's a question mark at question the end. Mark, and not oh. the, so, I mean, uh, the jury's kind of still out for them on this one, Andrew. So I uh, <laughs> hope they find their resolution soon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yep. They seem uh, conflicted. So. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, this one is a one out of ten review as well. So they also hate this game, but uh, but they are but they they are sure they more are sure. sure. Okay. Because what they wrote was too addictive for young players. Parents oh. beware and care for your children. I... You know. So Andrew, of course, I love this. <laughs> this is. You remember back then, uh, speaking of 1991. You know when you would go into school and uh, suddenly there'd be a. Uh, you know, a uh, auditorium. Everybody would get into pile into the auditorium for a special, uh, you know, presentation, and it was dare to keep kids off magic. You know, right. uh, <laughs> too addictive. Uh, yes, too oh. addictive. You know, what I mean, this uh, is the, yeah. the the dangers of becoming addicted to a card game. Andrew, I think this is so addictive that uh, if you go to the European Union, they're gonna force Wizards of the Coast to print pictures of broke children on the packaging. <laughs> from now on like they do with the cigarettes over there where they they have to present do you know they print the uh pictures of like lung disease on directly on the cigarette packaging over there do they wow yeah 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 because they're like listen we they they are you know they're more strict about it than over here yeah basically yeah so start printing Um, that on magic booster packs and uh yeah just a child without any money you know what i mean (laughs) and you'll yeah exactly uh andrew this is uh somebody gave a, a three out of ten and they wrote Sorry, I know this is a popular game, but I'd rather be sprayed by a skunk than play this game. Dot, dot, absolutely hate it. Now, Andrew, uh, call me crazy, but I think this guy just wants to bathe in tomato juice, okay? (laughs) (laughs) You know, what if this is his review for every game, you know what I mean? You know, it's good, I like it, but I'd rather be sprayed by a skunk, you know what I mean? Just like... (laughs) 
just he'd can't always wait rather to, be yeah, sprayed, it's, it's, uh, sprayed by a skunk. Hey, look, don't, may, don't yuck this guy's yum, Pete. I mean, who knows? You know, that's I, just... listen, you know, maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't know what I'm missing. You know? right. Good point. Andrew, I would. It'd be funny if it'd be funny okay. if they had like a ten out of ten, like this guy, ten out of ten for this game. You know what I mean? It's my favorite game. Also, I would still rather be sprayed by a skunk <laughs> than, than play this game, but. But that is game. definitely coming in at number two of the things I want to do is play this game. You know, I side note, uh, I'm just gonna venture a wild guess that there is a Magic the Gathering card that uh, is a skunk. Yeah, I, I, there's got to be a skunk. It's got to be like a wild skunk or a zombie yeah, skunk or something. Like absolutely, got to be. I mean, they've made like yeah, like you said, there's got how many? Did have you figured out how many cards? I said exist. that it, I it was yeah. You it said was thousands, but twenty. I, don't... I said over. You missed that. It was the very end. Over twenty thousand oh. different cards. Wow, so, I would have thought it would be a higher number actually. Okay. Yeah, I couldn't bad. find the. I kept finding different <laughs> different numbers yeah. out there. So. I'll buy them all. That's fine. Yeah. Okay, Andrew. Gotta catch them all. Gotta catch them all is the tagline <laughs> for. Uh, Gotta catch them all for uh, Magic the Gathering. Anyway, go ahead. For uh, Pokemon uh, the, the Gathering, gathering. Andrew. <laughs> Pokemon, we just put Pokemon the Gathering. <laughs> Andrew, this person gave it a five out of ten. They said gigantic collection of 10,000 cards that I wish I could find a place to get rid of. Now, <clears throat> Andrew, <laughs> has this guy ever heard of a trash can, Andrew? <laughs> you know, he's, try- he's trying to find, well, he's just, he's like, I wish I could find a place to get rid of them. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I hate to break it to you, bud, but you can get rid of anything you want. Just open your window and throw it out. Just, you know to- <laughs> just throw it out there, literally. I- and then you don't have it anymore. I also say just put them all up on eBay all in one shot. Just be like 10,000 cards for sale for $1 on eBay. I think eBay also, I forgot to mention this, I think part of the success of eBay came with uh, Magic the Gathering cards also. Good point. I'm willing to say. Well, and also, is it tied into, I I think eBay had a lot to do with Beanie Babies too, right? So I wonder if if the success of eBay was tied to, owes it success to Beanie Babies and Magic the Gathering, and that's it. And then everything else has been, you know, yeah, just, riding on the coattails just, of that. <laughs> you know? Just somehow slowly, still surviving off of that money from the 90s. Yeah. Exactly. Now, Andrew, this person gave it a 5 out of 10. They said, money and lifetime drain. Now, mm-hmm. Andrew, I think this guy made ability descriptions for the game itself, like on the... <laughs> On the bottom of the card for the game. When Magic the Gathering damages a target player, that money and time drains uh, to Magic the Gathering's makers, to Wizards of the Coast. You know what I mean? Um, Yeah. Okay, this person gave it a 6 out of 10, and they said, I'm too poor for this game. And then in parentheses, they wrote, joke. Now, that is an interesting joke format, Andrew. It is always an interesting format to write joke after your joke. Um... (laughs) And not usually a good sign, quite frankly. Uh, but uh, you know what, Andrew? I'm kind of inspired. I'll just go ahead and uh, I'll say, I'm too poor for this game, parentheses, not joke. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I ain't going to be buying uh, yeah. too many of these cards. I can't afford That it. is right. Andrew. That is not a joke because actually, I, I mentioned as a kid, that I never played this game. And actually, I'm pretty glad I never played this game because I would have Yeah, been, thank I, God, man. I would have yeah. never had any money still exactly. to this day yeah it's uh i know i've got an addictive personality and stuff like that and, oh 100 uh, i you know yeah okay now this person gave it a seven out of ten uh and they said very 90s amazing that it is still popular now hmm this game very 90s i mean it's gone through a lot of changes here andrew did i miss the part of this game that has rocco's modern life and <laughs> 
and fruit roll-ups and jinkos. I don't know. I can't. You know what I mean? I. Uh, I mean, it's it, uh, what, what makes of all games. This Gushers. game being very '90s. I mean, it can seem the artwork sometimes can seem a little bit old, but like, eh, it's just it's like swamp creatures. It's like there's nothing '90s about a fantasy world. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they just meant uh, it. Very much came out in the '90s. Yeah. Right, exactly. This definitely came out in the right. It's like there's nothing about it. I mean, I mean, ask a child to tell you what decade this is from, and they'll never, they'll never be able to tell mm-hmm. you. You know what I mean? Um. Anyway, Andrew, seven point five out of ten. This person gave okay. it. They said, "I like this game the way junkies like crack." Now, oh. Andrew, sure. if uh, I this might be a hot uh, take, but yeah. In my opinion, if you have enough money to buy booster packs and also you own a computer to type a review on a board game site, I'm going to go ahead and say your life is nothing like a crack at right, life. Right. You know what I mean? Um, so you can probably stop with that comparison. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Andrew, this one is 8 out of 10. This person... Gave this game an 8 out of 10. They said, as a disgruntled former Magic player who spent way too much on my Jeskai control and affinity decks and still hates Wizards of the Coast for banning Max Opal, I love this game. Now, Andrew, I'm going to make an announcement right now. If I ever become a guy who is mad at Wizards of the Coast for banning Max Opal... You have permission to assassinate me, Andrew, because I have gone too far. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay, writing it down right now. You yeah. can see, folks at home, listeners at home, you can see I have written it down here on the bottom yeah, of this napkin. And... That is, a, This is an official binding contract. <laughs> if I become a guy who goes online and is angry online about banning <laughs> one Magic the Gathering card. Okay. Andrew. specifically opal or whatever that one was. mox opal max, max opal who cares max now opal. max rebo now oh, we're now okay. now it's justified anger if somebody is going to ban the max rebo card wait yeah. also richard garfield did make the star wars trading card game anyway we can't go down there don't let's uh, not let's not start we right can't now. Okay. andrew all right now this person gave it a 10 out of 10 that's a perfect score andrew they said no other game like this now <laughs> Andrew, I am going to go ahead and swoop in here and say that there are, in fact, countless games like this. As we, as we expressed earlier, this this might have been the first, but it then spawned about a bajillion yes. card Se- games. It, you know what I mean? Several of them it, made by the same creator as this one. This, yeah, he himself, Richard Garfield, <laughs> has gone on to make tons of dueling card games that are different right. games. You know what I mean? Um, so it's just an odd thing to say about what is literally a genre-defining game to then say there's no other game like this. No other you know game. what I mean? No other game like this. No, it's it like, literally... Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like somebody reviewing Candyland and saying, there will never be another game where you move your pieces forward and try to race someone to the end. You know what I mean? It's like, all right, hold on. It's just... <laughs> it's a whole... There's a whole genre of games. Yeah. Okay, Andrew... Um, <laughs> it's like it's like person... someone uh, reviewing uh, reviewing Settlers yeah. of Catan, saying there are there are no well, there will be no other games where you trade <laughs> sheep for wood. You know, it's like come on, yeah, it's like come on, come on, <laughs> Andrew. Uh, this last one is a very short one. This one is also a perfect score, ten out of ten. This person gave it, and uh, the the t- the review, the text in the review says, Erica 
And then in parentheses, one out of ten. Oh, okay. Whoo, Andrew, boy, oh, this one man. seems to be dripping with subtext. Uh, there's a lot going on here, and we got, we just got a peek into, you know, they gave it a ten out of ten. Erica, maybe a partner, gave it a the worst score, one out of ten. You know what I mean? Who knows? I mean, this is, they still own it. You know what I mean? There's there's a story here, you know what I mean, and uh, I feel like this is like one of those short, you know, one sentence horror stories or whatever, you know what I mean, uh, that uh, we need to learn more about. So, if you're listening, a uh, person who made that review, you know what I mean, hit us up. We'll make a bonus episode where it's behind the, you know, VH1 behind the review or whatever, you know. Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm on board. I'm on board. Oh, and you know who else is on board? It sounds like they are knocking on our submarine door. They want to come. They want permission to come aboard, Andrew. It sounds like. Do you? Hmm. Somebody would knock on your submarine door. Obviously, you're not submerged. If somebody, but come on board. Well, I guess coming on board it happens mainly on a ship. Well, uh, yeah, yeah. But it also happens on a submarine. Andrew, I don't have time to discuss this with you, okay? Because at the door, I believe, is Dr. Fraser Crane. Dr. Fraser Crane. Come on in, Dr. Fraser Crane. Yes, our good old pal Dr. Fraser Crane is here to help us count down the top ten very common phrases that you're going to hear someone say while playing the game Magic the Gathering. Number ten. Like manna from heaven, baby. Number nine. Going over to your mom's house to play magic, and let's just say my manna isn't the only thing I'm going to be tapping. Number eight. Sorry, uh, yeah, I can't pay rent this, this month. Why? I started playing Magic the Gathering. Number seven. Hey, I'm going over to your mom's house to uh, play magic, and let's just say I'm planning to scry that booty. Number six. I will cast Intimidating Shout. Number five. I'm going over to your mom's house to play magic, and let's just say I might double strike that booty. Number four. Uh, sorry, I, I actually can't play magic anymore. Yeah, I gotta keep my cards in mint condition so I can afford to pay for my kids' college one day. Number three. Going over to your mom's house to play magic, and let's just say I'm planning to enchant that booty. Number two. Thumbs up, let's do this. Leroy Jenkins! Number one. I'm going over to your mom's house to play magic, and let's just say I'm gonna have death touch. And I am sorry about that, and condolences in advance. R.I.P. Love break. Oh, boy, Andrew. It's time for a love break. And wow. um, our eagle-eared listeners out there will know that we are in the middle still, still. of our uh, ongoing game of fog of love we that we play forgot. one move of every episode yeah, yeah i Inside unless you remembered we... but <laughs> i i totally forgot that we had to do this today so we we almost forgot to do this segment so wow. we we broke out i i don't worry i saved the old fog of love board it's got about an inch of dust on wow. it just wow. carefully dusted it off like like an archaeologist, you know, brushing off dust of a dinosaur bone or something like that. Yeah, it's so like the uh, ruins it. of Pompeii or whatever. Right. It got yes. it got uh, you know miraculously and uh, flawlessly preserved or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Um. So yeah, we're picking up right where we left off here, Andrew. And according to my note, it is your turn. That's right. Um, and uh, just to bring people up to date, this is uh, so so we're playing Fog of Love one turn an episode and uh in this particular game of fog of love uh we are in a relationship i am a big burly 
uh, chef wearing a flower hat. Uh, you are a scrawny little pipsqueak oh, internet. Uh, well, you know, um, I might have, you know, taken some. I think I had a, a squeaky uh, voice you, is what I had. You, oh, squeaky voice is yes. what it is. Yeah. Um, internet influencer with a, an old cell phone. Yeah. Uh, tan, and, tan, and you're tan. And you're tan. And you're tan. And uh, anyway, so we are, I don't know, this is chapter two of our relationship, basically, and we're coming towards the end of it. And uh, go ahead and uh, play a scene into this. Okay, well, I uh, dusted off my cards, and I do have one here. Uh, I'm going to throw it down on the table. And this card is called, Like Putty in My Hands. So, uh, wow. yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm doing a little manipulation here. Uh, I'm telling you, Pete, uh, you know, we're sitting at home, and... I look you dead in the eyes and I say, you know, Pete, you are the most wonderful person in the world. I just love it when you dot, dot, dot. Now, this card is has a special effect. I have to guess uh, one of the aspects of one of your uh, personality traits. Oh, and... one of this. Okay. Now, uh, for listeners at home, reminder to them, we each have three traits that are secret in secret. front of us. Yeah. And uh, it kind of is directing how we play the game, like how our characters, how we're supposed to like make decisions for our characters. Yeah. And so this one, you have you have to try to guess one of those secret tra- uh, guess, aspects of the yes. trait, I guess. And if I guess correct, then you must change that trait about yourself. If I guess it correct, so um, uh, what? That's crazy because that's yeah. like a major part of okay how, and it's also like if you. I, if you, you know achieve what? every every trait has like a goal on it. And if you achieve it, if it if you achieve it, uh, that's if you achieve it, yeah. Um, got any achievements, um, Andrew? Wow. Okay. So this could be this kind of does throw a bit of a wrench into uh, the way I'm playing this game, Andrew. <laughs> I just decided for our first episode back, you know, in like wow. six months or whatever it's been. I Make just I just decided to get nuts with it. You know, I, I kind of forgot how to play this yep. game, so I'm just going to go nuts with it. Um, yeah, okay. So here's my sentence for you, Pete. I am going to say you are the, just the most wonderful person in the world. I just love it when you lie to me all the time, Pete. You are always what? so deceitful, and I know that oh. you are an insincere person. Am I correct? Okay, so you think that one of my traits... Uh, I am playing towards being insincere, insincere. on the sincerity. Yes. Um, I just love that aspect. That is true. That was one of my traits, Andrew. Mm-hmm. You did guess it. Wow. Aha, I knew wow, it. wow, wow, wow. I knew it because uh, Mike, there are Mike, a ton yeah. of pink chips on that yeah. arrow. So on I... the insincere era. Yeah, I have been making some very... Um, yep, I have been making some decisions that have uh, led to me putting a lot of my chips uh you know that, you've just that track been lying that to me this whole time yes on the insincere part of the scale so uh good point good point well okay i'll just get rid of this one then andrew um that is kind of interesting that you have to change change the personality trait if i guess it correct because yeah you know um i mean well because it's well it's interesting because it's like i guess what they're saying is it well, you you guess you're like calling out something I'm doing, like yeah, well, in but, a way. But the the different what like in this one it worked out because I said, hey, you're I just love it when you are. Yeah, so you're being something deceitful. negative. What if it was what if it was something good though? Like right. what if it was like, hey, you are just one thing I love about you is you're so gentle and like you were yeah. also 
you know, being like uh, being sincere about, sarcastic, well, oh. you know, for that too. Um, I guess it is. I guess this card is supposed to be sarcastic or something like that, you know. And then the and must then the be right because it's called your putty in my hands and you're yeah. trying to change the. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's interesting. That kind of like a mean, if you were like to mean card. if you were like, oh, you know what I love about you is you're you're so gentle to squirrels or whatever. <laughs> and then I I like walk away and I'm like, are they trying to freak my bean right now? What is this? <laughs> I guess I I'm not gonna be gentle to squirrel. You know what I mean? Like I suddenly change my I don't know. Anyway. That's fascinating, you know. Yes. Um, well, um, yeah, playing mind games, huh? Well, and I get a whole new trait, so I'm just gonna draw this from the thing. Okay, uh, fascinating. This is gonna. Okay, this will this will change, you know, how I make decisions going forward. Okay, I've got a whole new trait now. Wow, <laughs> you're like a whole new person. Wow. Uh, yeah, well, because as we all know, Andrew, people I'd... only have three traits about themselves. That's uh, right. That's yep. true. Uh, this is a great game. I'm remembering now uh, more about it um, now that we picked it back up. Andrew, um, um, but I would love to go ahead and act on this trait more. Uh, we can't. Uh-huh. We got to go. Um, we got to get back to our episode, Andrew. All right. Um, well, I guess it's time to uh, pick up the phone because it's just ringing off the sure. hook right now with uh, oh. somebody trying to call us. It's funny that show. it was ringing off the hook. And you were like, I guess we should pick it up. That I mean, talk about it. Could anything be more 2023 than that? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> um, what is this thing? I'm getting a. This says it's a phone call. What is that? You know what I mean? Like, just like I guess I should pick it up. You know what I mean? Yeah. Also, uh, our parents. Uh, nobody has a phone. You know I mean? Right. Nobody has a phone that's on a hook or that you pick up anymore either. So. Good point. That's, yeah, you don't pick up. That's from 1993. Yeah. Oh, I wonder if kids. Anyway, we can't get, we can't go down that yeah. route. Hang, um, but hang I wonder if they understand why we yeah. say, yeah, hang up and pick up. Wow, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Uh, anyway, Andrew, uh, by now it has gone to voicemail, so <laughs> oh, we'll just have to we'll just have to go into the call history and call them back uh, because it's time for an acquaintance call. Acquaintance call in. Yeah, that's right. It's time for another acquaintance call in here on the show. Of course, this is the part of the show where we uh, talk to someone who, you know, a lot of other shows would probably refer to as a friend of the show. But for us, that's just disingenuous. So uh, we're just talking to an acquaintance, just somebody that we know. So, Pete, who is our acquaintance today? Well, Andrew, today we are lucky to have. The uh, Twitch streamer and social media Magic the Gathering maven, Emma Skyward, here with us. Andrew, with a bunch of schlubs, we've got, uh, you know, the the magic, the ma- the magic, I don't know where I'm going with that I've at all. We've got the magic. The ma- we've got the magic. Emma, welcome to the show, Emma, is what we're trying to Emma say. Emma, is what we're trying to say is welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> I am excited um, to be here as an acquaintance. Very oh, cool. Good. Yeah, cool. it is important that we kind of get that uh, squared away up top, Emma. Uh, we do want to make sure for our viewers. Uh, listeners. Uh, really. <laughs> well, listen, but they are what see the thing about our listeners, Andrew, is that they have great imaginations. <laughs> so they are probably viewing this conversation in their heads. Okay, currently. Good. And great. with me, they probably got, I probably am a guy that has big muscles and abs and stuff. Right. Yeah, uh, and you, 
I don't know. You're probably on like a tri tricycle or something like that is what I would assume. Great. Is the, um, so anyway, they're viewing that, which is basically just about an inch away from reality. Uh -huh. uh, and they are thinking to themselves, uh, gosh, I hope these folks aren't friends because that would ruin the whole conceit of the show. So Emma, can we confirm with you that we are in fact uh, not friends, we're just uh, acquaintances? We are, in fact, not friends. And because I love doing podcasts so much, I will have you know that I knew very little coming into this. I was just like, do you want to do a podcast with, with two people you don't know? And I was like, yeah, okay. yeah, this is, I do. Yeah. This is continuing our tradition, Andrew, yep. of the, the our guests immediately um, revealing that all we had, all we did was ask them once and they said yes, basically. Yeah. Where, where, where the term acquaintance is even kind of stretching it, really. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Okay. Um, it's that easy, folks, uh, to, um, you know, get in a conversation with uh, maybe like, who's who's a big celeb? Uh, Brad Pitt, maybe? What if I, we should try that, Andrew? We should just send a message to Brad Pitt at some point and just say, hey, well, doing a podcast. Yeah. Well, so Emma, um, we're having you on here to talk about Magic Gathering. And actually, Pete, it's coincidental. Yeah. My first question is, um, do you think Brad Pitt likes to play magic? There that we was go. my first. I had that written down. Strange. Now you I... said you weren't coming with the heat, Andrew. And yet, right <laughs> out of the gate, you have maybe the most important question we've ever launched at a guest. Brad Pitt. What do you think, Emma? I don't know about Brad Pitt, but actually, there are a couple of really notable celebrities who Ooh, play wow. magic. Post Malone being one of the most wow. famous. Um, he regularly comes on sort of like small creators YouTube channels just to play magic Ooh. because he loves it so much. So that's really cool. That um, creates a new dimension for that person. Yeah, I like that. and there's a couple other really famous people who I can't off the top of my head, but there's several actors who play magic, um, mm -hmm. and which is kind of cool because everyone loves yeah. to talk about. That's why it's easy to get me to come on podcasts because people who play magic love to talk about magic, even celebrities. So, yeah, yeah, from the from the biggest celebs down to the lowest uh, chain wallet to fella in your in your local <laughs> mall they <laughs> want to talk about um yeah i can't remember the name of that other actor but he was in fight club uh and also edward norton what are some uh yeah yeah <laughs> no come on what are some other brad pitt movies okay uh emma let's really get down to it okay i want to get serious here when did you start playing magic uh was that something you were doing uh when you were younger or was that something you got into when you were you know um in college oh, in, your, in your old age or uh you know <laughs> yeah i assume you're a lot of the the listeners might not know but you are what 80 85 <laughs> i am so old i'm just <laughs> just yeah. very very old mm -hmm. um no i i dabbled in magic for about two weeks in high school age and then i yep. was like that's, I had a really bad experience at an LGS actually. And I was like, I'm not doing that. That's terrible. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. then um, about four years ago, uh, so I've been streaming on Twitch for almost eight years, which is a long time. Wow. And I needed a new game to play because I was playing an MMO and I was miserable. Mm -hmm. uh, and I'm bad at shooters. Uh, I'm yeah. not very good at MMOs. I'm only mm -hmm. average at MOBAs. So I was like, <laughs> I want to be good at something for once. The only mm -hmm. thing I hadn't tried was a card game. I guess I was like, okay, arena had just come out and I was like, it's time for me to stream a card game. And it turns out I was really good at it. So yeah. <laughs> it happened. It worked out. 
that's how yeah. so that was about four years ago that was with the release of war of the spark everyone talks about magic in terms of what set came out when they started playing so uh, well i feel like that's a perfect time for you to jump in here andrew because i know what your main interest is here <laughs> war uh, of the war of the spark probably sparks something wait. with you andrew right yeah well hold on wait that that just got me thinking about something else before i go into that pete though so okay if i just got into magic say um like you know this past week when we were recording this episode um what 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 set would i be hypothetically under? oh god i think we're in dominaria united or brothers Dom- war well, dominaria united is what i was gonna say perfect yeah. yep uh-huh. yeah and you I have those cards right angie because you but, you didn't just you don't just have like a a literal starters deck of uh <laughs> <laughs> i didn't just have a free starter deck that i picked up at pax um yeah yeah you have like uh you know probably caveman era or whatever, yes. like, whatever oh, we'll get that. into that we'll get into that later in the episode um, <laughs> wait oh that'd be great uh emma so uh, the thing that i kind of struggle with with magic i want you to clear this up for me is that mm. like i feel like there's like so many so much of it and so many different it's like a mm-hmm. bunch of different genres kind of all put together and like, cause I was, uh, hmm, Pete, this is, I'm not sure if I've already said this in the episode or I'm about to say this later in the episode, but, um, okay. I, I kind of always compare it to, cause when I was growing up, I played Pokemon cards and like, yeah. I was into the world of Pokemon. I knew all, you know, the characters and all that stuff. Magic. I'm like struggling. Like, is there a story or are people, do people play it for the story or is that a thing? There is definitely a story. And if you're interested in the lore, um, you can follow along through the lore. It is always released in different forms. Sometimes there's like compendium comics. Sometimes there's a book. Sometimes there's just like little snippets released like on the web as things come out. Uh, sometimes the story is really just released like through the cards and the flavor text as it comes out. Um, but it is very lore intensive um, and there's many mm. great YouTube channels just dedicated to summarizing, you know, the 30 years of magic lore that exist um, to this point. But it doesn't have a whole lot to do with the like competitive gameplay side of things. Right. Gotcha. Yeah, that kind of right. makes sense. You don't need to know it to play the game or whatever, no. but you can. I gotcha. Okay. Do they, um, is there like a central thread that goes through the whole thing or is it be, like i know that they kind of jump through different planes so do they are they just kind of like you said that yeah, we're in like, like a, an, an era right now in and of itself do they ever kind of like connect with the other ones or do they kind of exist in a bubble and then there's just like 15 bubbles or whatever uh well there are different planes you're super correct about that but the concept mm. of of planeswalkers which is a card type also is a type of character in the magic universe that can go between planes hence mm. planeswalking Mm. So they are sort of the central characters of the magic universe are the, are the planeswalkers who come from Kaladesh to Ravnica to the next plane. Uh, and that is a special oh. ability that only certain people in the magic universe have. And um, oh. so we sort of follow their story. There was actually, we're in a really interesting era of magic. The Gatewatch, which was a group of several planeswalkers, was a really prominent part of the story. And they've existed for sometime and a lot of them are now recently not dead but they're not their their story is probably coming to an end in the set that is about to release in about a week so uh, it's a really interesting era where a lot of sort of the greats of the magic lore are no longer as we know them 
Wow. 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 Uh, well, speaking of planeswalkers, one question I had for you, Emma, was if you could be a planeswalker, if somebody came to you and said, hey, you know, I can make you a planeswalker right now. And they were serious. They uh-huh. weren't just like a scamster, uh, <laughs> mid-level marketing. <laughs> I can make you a planeswalker today. Um, <laughs> if it was, if they could seriously make you a planeswalker, would you do it? Because I mean, like you have a lot of power. But also, you know, I don't know. You got to walk through planes and stuff. It would be <laughs> pretty cool. With great power comes great responsibility, <laughs> yeah. I suppose. But yeah. that also begs mm-hmm. the question, is it like, do I just suddenly get to walk to the planes in the magic universe? Or do I have to walk to like other Earths? I don't know Good if I really want to do that. Yeah, I know. This one kind of stinks. You know what I mean? I don't know if I'm ready for a hundred of them that where everybody, <laughs> you know. Yeah, no, no, I mean, where all this stuff's going on at all costs uh yeah that's a good point i guess uh and hmm do the you were just saying the planeswalkers aren't going to die most likely some of them have died they can some of them have died so you can die have died because there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of fighting and stuff so i I wouldn't i think like i wouldn't become a planeswalker because i'd be like i can't handle that you know what i mean andrew i don't know if you feel the same way but i would definitely be gone in in a second somebody would blast me with a fireball yeah instantly you know what i mean I'd I'll need just to, get a bike or something. I'd need to practice more magic uh, first before I became a planeswalker because, you know, yeah, I think Emma maybe could handle it, but I definitely would get slaughtered. No, right you'd away. get creamed. Yeah. You'd, you'd get really creamed. Yeah, by like a real silly creature, probably. One of the ones <laughs> from like the joke decks. Uh, Emma, how about now you were talking about how you've played other other games before on your um, uh, on your on your Twitch stream yeah. before you got into magic. What is your background with other board games and card games? You, you've, you've done a certain amount of like video games in the past, but do you have any kind of past with other board games and card games? Yeah, Magic was really my first TCG card game style game. Uh, after yeah. getting very into Magic, I started um, getting into other card games. I also play mm. Yu-Gi-Oh! to an extent. I know uh-huh, how to play uh-huh. Pokemon. I uh-huh. know enough about Pokemon to carry a conversation. I also play Flesh and Blood, which is another card game. Oh, wow. Um, and I enjoy board gaming, but I did, I think I'm definitely more, of, if it's coming down to my free time, I'm more of like a video gamer than a board gamer. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Makes sense. So um, you mostly play, so you mostly play Magic on Arena, like online for people that that's like the online version or do you, do you like have cards as well or what, what do you prefer? I play both. Uh, So I do grind tournaments, which requires paper collection and travel to do tournament grinding. Um, But there's also there's Arena and there's MTGO, which is MTG Online, which is the older platform that looks and functions as though it was from 2002, uh, which is terribly. (laughs) um, But there are more formats available on MTGO. So um, for streaming purposes, Arena is the best because it's the most visually interesting and easiest to follow. But I do yeah. play mm-hmm. on both for streams. Right. If you, but if you, right, if you want like spinning uh, GIFs of like Britney Spears, you got to go to <laughs> yeah, M- it's <laughs> MC online or whatever. Yeah. If you so want what else was going on in 2002? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Andrew, what was 2002 that we were just graduating? high school uh the britney spears was big backstreet boys yeah i don't Who knows what else was going on at that time um uh, unfortunately a lot of like islamophobia and stuff like that that was probably i don't know if that's still part of that website but hopefully not just, hopefully they've gotten went, rid of that took a turn there good that's yeah good. sorry about that yeah well but you know it was the time listen um I, uh, you uh emma 
identify as a goth, as I've done my limited <laughs> research on you, yeah. which is great, which we love. <laughs> do you have a preferred <laughs> magic color? Is it black or, oh, you know what I mean? Do you get this question this is, a lot? Do people I like do. challenge you and say, oh, okay, yeah, question. don't this worry is, no, about it. This yeah. is really embarrassing and funny because my aesthetic is, is Rakdos, which is black red. But my okay. favorite deck and my favorite magic colors to play are Selesnia, which is green white. And it's like so out of character. No, that's uh, totally so fine. So opposite we contain from my multitudes. look that no, um, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. I, I love green is my favorite color to play in magic. I play a lot of green. Yeah. My second favorite color yeah. is white in magic. So um, basically right. anything that's... with green is fine. I just, I don't mm -hmm. play a lot of, a lot of black. I don't play a lot of red, but mm -hmm. it's funny because my aesthetic is very dark. Well, but like you said, it's they're different play styles. So, you yes. know, you just end up finding that you gravitate towards one style of play. And like you said, an aesthetic is a whole different thing. So, yeah. you know, well, I mean? and there's, has... I'm sure there's crossover. There's gothic green cards. <laughs> magic also has um, the, the, the play styles have been personified. So they have names yeah. and I'm 100% oh. to Timmy. I'm a Timmy at heart. And Timmy is like, I want to cast big creatures and attack. Yeah. And Ooh, I am a Timmy, Timmy player, and that's what I like to do. Um, I will be a spike if I have to. A spike a is spike. like, I need to win tournaments. I'm going to do the stats. I'm going to play the most meta deck. If I have to, if oh. I need to win, I'll be a spike. Okay. But at heart, okay. I'm a Timmy. <laughs> hmm, is that typical with yeah. like green? I feel like green, yeah. when we were playing, green was always like just like rhinoceroses that are yeah. bulldozing people and stuff like that. That's Big, what we played. You're right, right. You're going to end up, they end up usually costing more uh, and they're huge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And they trample you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that too. But then you have the counter of the white, which is a lot of smaller guys running around too with the, with the bigger guys. So that's kind of cool. I, yeah, that's great. Um, well, any naysayers uh, who say that you should be playing whatever, black and red or whatever can take a hike um you know what i mean now speaking of the fact winning in tournaments and everything like that um you andrew i don't know if you know this about emma but emma was uh, uh in 2001 and 2021 emma was number one in the world at one point on magic arena what did you know that andrew you didn't even know that well um, good thing we have her on the show yeah um and i and i know i remember uh reading that you said that it was like torture to get there because you have to do it's just it's it's a, just a ton of work and uh and you really have to grind yourself to get to get to that point or whatever and that you'd never do it again which i love yes. <laughs> uh, being vulnerable like that um so my question is for you in uh retrospect to that do you ever just play like kitchen table magic for fun like you do your grinding in your tournaments you know what i mean and you even got to the top basically and you'd saw you know how much uh torture that is or whatever do you ever just kick back and not care at all about um rankings or anything like that i mean we have a whole format for that in magic yeah. um i mean this is contrary to the two-player game but we have commander the four-player game yeah uh, listen now, now we've, you can, can you play that, commander and, uh, with two you can you can it's just oh. yeah it's just not, just not as good okay. Mm -hmm. it, mm -hmm. A lot of the decks are structured in ways that make it more fun for four player. Uh, okay. And there's also a lot yeah. of commander decks that oh. if you play two player, they're just not fair. It's just not fair oh. or fun. Okay. Um, so, but you can, you can definitely yeah. do it in two player. Okay. Um, 
and I, you know, that's the format where it's like, but those I are more relaxed. Hang out and have a beer and chill with mm-hmm. my friends and right vibe. <laughs> right, right. I don't I've care seen... if I lose or whatever. You know what I mean? It's yeah. we just want to have fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've seen that. That commander is pretty popular. Uh, I've seen a mm-hmm. lot of people talk about it online and. It is yeah, the Frank, most popular way to play, actually. Wow. Which is yeah. funny because it's more casual. Great. So frankly, right. I mean, you know, as a two-player purist, that, that just makes me totally disgusted. <laughs> but, you know, if you're uh, into yeah. that thing, that's cool. Sure. <laughs> yeah. You know, Andrew's kind of, uh, you know, he's got, a, he's got a small, narrow vision, scope of vision. I mean, well, he only sees the two-player games. Look, I mean? so. I'm sticking to the bit, Pete, and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um nope that's the way you are uh it's not just a bit andrew uh oh, oh, sorry emma speaking of uh of other games and, and video games and things like that i know that you have been dipping your toe into stardew valley recently and um oh. i think you are doing uh are you doing a goth farm which is heavily modded i have like 25 mods they're all aesthetic and and some oh, are making it harder it with, oh, yeah it's super oh, fun it's awesome. very cute very but, cool um it is it's hard to make magic especially like magic viewers and people are really determined to watch magic so if you dabble in yeah. other types of games and content it's always funny because i'm playing mm-hmm. like my little farming game and people come into my chat and they're like we're gonna talk <laughs> about magic and i'm like okay oh, <laughs> i okay. love yeah, that whatever. or they talk to each other people in my chat mm-hmm. like talk to each other about magic because the community is pretty tight and people know each other and they understand that they come from magic um so it's a good time but it is always funny Mm -hmm. whenever i'm like trying to do something slightly different uh, yeah it comes full circle yeah yeah they're like get back to the magic already well speaking of which is there can you combine both worlds is there a like a creature or a card or something like that that you'd love to port from magic the gathering onto your farm if you could Oh man, I don't know. I think that's a hard question. I think a lot of things in magic are kind of scary or kind of destructive (laughs) and I don't really Mm -hmm. want them on my peaceful farm. My farm farm game is for vibes. It's like when I don't want to be serious. (laughs) Right. There's not a lot of magic cards that are like um, whistling farmer or whatever. You know what I mean? (laughs) Are there any cards because like, um, you know, I'm going back to Pokemon again, but they would have like mm-hmm. some joke ones like Magikarp was like, it would just flop around. It doesn't really do much. Are there any cards mm-hmm. in Magic that are like just jokes and they don't really do much or do they ever well, come across it? We get entire joke sets. They're called okay. the unsets and mm. they are legal in some formats and mm. not legal in a lot of competitive formats but they are fully (laughs) jokes and the most recent one was called unfinity and it included mechanics like putting stickers on your cards or getting (laughs) people's signatures on your cards for things um and also attractions like carnival attractions it was kind of carnival themed so oh um yeah we have (laughs) entire joke sets which is fun and unusual that is good i'm glad that it has that kind of sense of humor i like that well this has been great emma thank you so much for um bringing all of these topics into our world like as if you as if you planes walked into our the (laughs) the plane our podcast plane and then you launched and then you tapped a bunch of mana of fascination and suddenly andrew and i are just inundated with a ton of creatures of interesting facts and ideas at our doors at our doorstep and you know what andrew 
we're not blocking them. We're not, we, we're, we're choosing not to block Andrew. We're letting them in. We're letting them flood in at us and we're definitely at negative HP as a result. But it's in this, in this world, it's a good thing, Andrew, because we're, we're, we're full of great ideas and information from Emma. Okay, Emma, my point is, thanks for, thank you for joining us today. And also, if people want to join you on your journey and they're listening, if they're still listening after all of what I just said and they want to find out what's going on with you where do they where do they catch up with you and find you know your goth farm where do they find your magic streaming where do they find your deck list etc yeah so i'm emma skyward on everything i'm streaming on twitch i make humor content like magic humor content on tiktok and instagram Mm. um which is more or less funny um and then i make some competitive deck list content on youtube as well um and then twitter and whatever it's the same name everywhere i'm easy to yeah. find yeah the content is there and as always i think we'll probably uh link that uh in the description of oh, this yeah, episode yeah. of course so in the episode description so click on that too lazy to type that in just click on the link people yeah it's right there emma i know you have a, a website we can always link to that too i do um so yeah so they can find everything everything they need from you um well Terrific. Uh, thus ends this duel of <laughs> us three planeswalkers. Andrew, I guess that makes this a yeah. commander. Too bad. Well, I too bad. I was going to say, too bad we can never play uh, Magic with Emma because that would be three people. I would never play commander, but, you know, maybe. Yeah, good point. Maybe if one day, you know, Pete gets. Maybe if Pete goes into a different uh, plane of existence or whatever, you know, or, yeah. or I do, vice versa, you know, then maybe we yeah. could play Emma. But, you know, until then. Yeah. Until then, uh, we'll have to sign off. But uh, but thanks again for joining. And um, ladies and gentlemen, that has been Emma Skyward. Emma, thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for having me. Who mama? It's time for our customary transition out of acquaintance calling and saying who mama. Wow. Um, wow. Wow. That, wow. What a great wow. call. Who mama that is yes you are right that is but it is trade but i do own the trademark to that you, so you usually say who mama i forgot i forgot money. sorry it's been a long so, time this is like a monopoly if you pass who mama you have to or like <laughs> i own i own the hotel or whatever on who mama and you have landed on it my friend Ooh. sorry i feel like it's always uh, like Ooh, that was a lot of fun or something like that yeah. Ooh, cha, um, mama <laughs> that was a lot of fun something like that yeah yeah and but, that was fun. So it does. A, it does. Uh, you know, apply in this uh, particular yeah. instance. Let's 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 keep the fun going here, Pete. What do you say? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Why not? Uh, in fact, the only thing I could think of that would be more fun, Andrew, uh, is if uh, we were the life of the party. Life of the party. Yeah, now we are going to just pretend that we're the life of the party in this segment, right? Because we're there's no way that we're actually the life of oh, the party. Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't Yeah, that just that was sarcasm. Oh, okay. yeah. I don't want I don't want to be the, the last thing like I want to be is, like a role is, playing is the life game we're of the doing party. right now. It's kind of yeah, like Yeah, exactly. we're just pretending that we're a wizard. Yeah, just for the, the sake of the uh, segue, you know what I mean? Right. We're pretending yeah, that okay, we want to be the life of the party. But uh, yeah, for sure that would be my worst yeah. nightmare, Andrew. Um, mm-hmm. but in this particular segment that we now have uh, masterfully segued into, we want to make this game, Magic the Gathering, into a big party game. Yeah. You know, one that one that you can get an entire party of people all playing at the same time. Uh, and we know that you at home 
ain't going to no party because you're lonely suckers just like us. But still, let's think about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We'll never use it, but no, it's fun not. to have never. a little thought experiment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> never get the opportunity to use this idea. Um, nope. Pete, I, I, I did my thought experiment. I thought about this, wow. and I thought, okay, so what you're going to do with a party is you're going to you're going to pick up the phone. You're going to call a bunch of people, right? Uh, because it's, you know, you're, you're making their you phone I mean? ring off the hook, as we said. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're going, you're going to, uh, and you're going to make your guest list and you're going to actually make your own custom cards, uh, with, huh? and on them are all the party guests. Oh, how thoughtful. Yes. Um, also they're a little creeped out when you hand them to them because, you know, yes, they uh, are. they weren't expecting this. Um, and they're, they're right. very realistic and pictures. they're very but personal. You, right. Yes. Very personal. Uh, you make... Contains a lot of personal information. Yes, yes, yeah. <laughs> it includes everyone's social security number as... Uh, it includes on... their their measurements, yeah. Yeah, right. and, their, their, and gra- their maternal grandmother's maiden name. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but... Yeah, their favorite teacher in high school and also their, you know... <laughs> yes. Uh, so anyway, um, but make sure when you do this, so all the people that you don't like at the party because you know you had to invite everybody but um all the people that you don't like you're going to make them like very weak creatures that's a key to this game okay so their 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 stats are very low they have like a one slash one on the bottom of their card you know oh i like this yeah Yeah. so you just make it real clear it's like it's like a little like kind of like passive aggressive thing about how you feel Mm -hmm. about these people and you're like wait what i'm a one slash one creature that's yeah speaking of manipulation yeah 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 right just like gaslighting them into uh, thinking right Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so you just you just make it clear how you feel about people by giving them a magic card about themselves i think it's a nice and is it and and you were saying it's every single card every single person's card is yeah, it's just there, just very. Oh, weird. every person okay. that you don't like, which for us, okay, I think, every person that you don't like, okay, yeah, for us, it's just about everybody. It's yeah, gonna of be course, everybody. Yeah, our cards for each other are gonna melt well, our hearts. You know what I mean? Okay, yeah. yeah so, right, exactly. We the, the cards for you and I are gonna be super strong. It's gonna be like a super five strong. slash five, six slash six, something. I like that. I love this game. You know? Yeah, I yeah. love this game. Ten um, out of ten out of ten. Is yes. My review of it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't. The way you play is you just walk around and you compare cards and whoever is stronger, you know. Uh, yeah, you just kind of to stack your stay. card to their card, and you go, right. boop, you're dead. And you know what I mean? They have dead. to like leave the party, so it's just going to end up being you and right. I anyway. And then we can just play Magic the Gathering. So then we just play Magic the Gathering. That sounds good. <laughs> yeah. So now, okay, I like this, Andrew. I love it. In yeah. fact, uh, but here's my idea. Um, so here's what you do, right? Is you got everybody's playing the game, okay? And you're the planeswalkers. Everybody else are you know your creatures or whatever right uh-huh. so you so you the planeswalker you got to run out you got to grab the mana you need so you, you know you you, gotta, you grab some fire you light you light a fire somewhere you grab some water from somewhere you grab a tree branch whatever a little bit of swamp goo you know um and uh, and then you give it to another person at the party so you know <laughs> okay, you yeah. splash them with water or you light them on fire or something they're like loving that. it that's they're how you it. give them the they're loving it uh, and then you just make them fight another person at the party. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> like a fist. And here's the here's the and it, they it's up to them honestly. Okay. And then you can just kind of watch and have a good time. Here's the fun part. It's up to you how much you let them in on the game, Andrew. You can uh, you know make them do all this stuff and they're in on it. They know what's coming. Okay. Or you can just do all this stuff and they're unaware that they're even playing a game. You know you just get uh-huh. you just trick them into fighting somebody else while they're on fire or something like that. And uh, that's kind <laughs> of the magic the <laughs> magic the gathering. It, ma- it sounds like go. a magical evening, really, is what it sounds says. like. A magic, uh, a colon, a coal even, a magic coal evening. You know what I mean? <laughs> yep, magic uh, colon all evening. I love right. It. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Magic, mm-hmm. magic colon all evening. Yeah, I get, I get it. All yeah. evening. Yeah. L-Y evening, um, yeah. Wow. Um, and uh, so I think these are both extremely great. There's tons of different ways to play the game of Magic the yeah. Gathering these days, Andrew. There's all sorts of draft uh, formats you can do. You know, we talked about playing commander decks, blah, blah, blah. These are just two more that we probably can just go ahead and edit the official... You know, Magic the Gathering, whatever, Wikipedia page, or whatever, we'll just mm-hmm. add these right in there. should be good. They just, mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be fine with it. No one, will, no one will question it at all. No one will question it. You know who else won't question uh, us, Andrew, if they were to see us uh, <laughs> suddenly uh, appear out of a time warp? Uh, who's that? Neanderthals. Neanderthals. Okay, it is time for Neanderthals, and in this segment, uh, we are... Now, this one, actually, I think, Pete, is probably more plausible to happen than Life of the Party, where, like, we're not going to be going to any True. parties, but we, we could someday yeah. find ourselves teleported to prehistoric times, and mm-hmm. uh, cavemen insisting that we show them our games, so... Yeah. Are you going to show them... Does... That is more plausible than <laughs> More us. plausible than going to a party, yes. Going to a party... Uh, yeah. Uh, are you going to show them this one? Why or why not, Andrew? Andrew, I'm going to go ahead and say no. Oh. I ain't showing them Magic the Gathering, quite okay. frankly. Okay. Uh, I think that they would just assume that I am threatening them, and then they would kill me. You know what I mean? If I show them, if I suddenly show them a picture of like a, I don't know, huge fire dog, you know, and he got big teeth or whatever, and he's running at them, I think they would just immediately smash me, I think is the bottom line. Because they don't know what's going on, they're confused. They think uh-huh. it's they they think it's a sign of aggression. They, right. Even just me showing them the card. Mm-hmm. Right. They think it's a little too mm-hmm. it's a little too real for them. You know. Yeah. Right? I think so. Yeah, I get it. Uh, and also, also, here's another thing. They might uh, they might like it. You know, either before or after they kill me, they might uh, then come to like it, and then maybe they start ignoring their other duties. You know what I mean? Uh, because they're looking for these creatures. They think, oh, is this like a little you know, uh, cave drawing or whatever right, of these right. creatures. Or do they do these exist out there? Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Uh, how do I find these folks? Uh, maybe they're doing the thing like with a dog where they like look behind the TV or whatever. They're looking like behind <laughs> the car. And they go, they go, these, this thing must, you know, this looks like a forest. I've been in the forest before. Are these things in there? You know, maybe that right. kind of thing. And then they, they ignore their, their other duties. Like they, like they, they, they don't help their spouse raise kids. You know, maybe they don't, um, Maybe they put off bathing while they go on these journeys. <laughs> right. And then, Andrew, it will have created the most annoying nerds extremely early in history, Andrew. It's, right. it's, it's too early for that. So, uh, I was about also, to say, I'm not going to show them. Yeah. I was about to say, this kind of sounds kind of similar to other people who might play Magic the Gathering. You know, you kind might of like lose, lose all Magic interest in other aspects of your life. and you know, Might be terrible spouses. Forget to might shower. Be. And, yeah. <laughs> How about you? Are you showing this uh, Richard Garfield's uh, masterpiece, Magic the Gathering, Pete, to Neanderthals? You better believe I am showing this them what? this game. I am on 100% showing them this game. However, wow. I'm going to be very careful about which ones I show this game. Uh, <clears throat> so here's how it works. Okay. First, I'm going to go on 23andMe, okay, or Ancestry.com. I'm going to do that little test. I'm oh, going to figure out who genius. my ancestors are, okay? And yeah. I'm gonna find my Neanderthal great great great, you know, times times a hundred grandfather or whatever. And I'm gonna go I'm gonna go give my great great grandparents uh, some cards from Magic the Gathering. Okay. And I'm gonna yeah. say, you know, make sure you give this to your kids and they give it to their kids and all that stuff. So then by the time I come back, 
right, to the future or whatever, right. I'm going to have some card that's like, you know, hundreds of thousands of years, years old. It's going to be priceless, you know. Wow. And, well, I'm going to say, of course, I'm going to tell them, keep it in mint condition, of course. It's going to come in a plastic Of course. Sleeve. Keep, keep, it, keep it in mint condition. <clears throat> yeah. Get so it signed. I, keep it in mint condition. Right. So I'm going to be rich out of my mind when I come back, back in my time machine. <sighs> I love it. Yes. I love it. Love it. This is a classic Biff uh, betting yeah. book. Yes, right. Scenario. Uh, you know, yeah. while I'm at it, I'll probably bring like I'll probably also bring like some pogs or some uh, probably some Beanie Babies or uh, uh, yeah, but be careful. You know, gar- make sure they watch the documentary or whatever. Gar- so they know when the- uh, maybe some garbage yeah. pail kids. I don't know what else is like a, mm-hmm. a collectible thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Z- you yeah, ever have Z bots? Oh, Hummels. Z-bots. I'll probably give them some Hummels. You ever seen those? those what? Old- those hummels hummels it's those little like statue like usually like uh people of a certain age collect them like uh they're like little uh are those the muscle men no they're little like they're not toys they're little ceramic uh, creepy uh like what what you might call like white christian uh anime or whatever where they have like uh big big eyes and they uh well they're little like statuettes that like oh i don't know about that i think they're just little little, like statuettes that are like um I'm gonna look it up right now. Uh, Hummels. I don't know. Uh, yes, yeah, they, they're, they're collectibles. Yeah, they're like little. Oh, they're little statues of like little kids, uh, who okay. you uh-huh. know, you know, <laughs> and old people collect them basically. You know. Yeah. Uh, um, I'll probably avoid those. <laughs> oh, I see them. Oh, they look like they look like the Campbell's soup kids. Yeah, 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 yeah. Actually, All right, I now that you. I'm looking these up, these might have actually. A, now that I'm looking these up, a colored past here. I'm not sure. This is. Uh, yeah, or maybe a lack of a colored pest, if you know what I mean. They're all yeah, white, yeah, yeah. baby. Lily white. Uh, uh-oh. These ones... Okay, thank God. It looked like they were maybe giving the old Hitler salute over here, but they're just holding a sandwich chopper? No, t- seashells. Okay. Oh, anyway. that's why I thought that. Okay, yeah, okay, that's why I said that. Oh, yeah. you're right. Those are seashells. I'm looking hands. at okay. them, too. Okay, whew. whew. I was like, man, I thought okay, these were not that controversial. And hold on, the seashells say white power? I'm not just kidding. <laughs> Uh, but they no, are. Look, my mean, point is that these I mean, things listen, are. Suffice are to worth say, money. they look, were made the images... by racists because they were made back in whatever nineteen. <laughs> uh, who knows what? Well, I'm sure. Whatever. It doesn't matter. But the, these are these are uh, available for. Look, this one's like five thousand dollars on eBay. So okay, they're worth oh, a lot Lord. of money. All That's... right, get your get the Hummels. Get the Hummels in order. <laughs> no, I'm bringing them to caveman. Man, old people will pay pay for anything. These yeah, are right? trash. Crazy. Okay, <laughs> Andrew. Um, yep. You know. I, uh, that that's Neanderthals for you. What can I say? That's <laughs> <laughs> a turn. All right. Um, yeah, there we what, go. What's the next segue? And on this uh, speaking of uh, speaking of a segue out of this and into something else, <laughs> two could play this game, but should they? Two could play this game, but should they? Oh, it is time once again. It's been a long time since we've asked this question, but uh, two wow. could play this game, but should they? This is the time when we're gonna, you know, the uh, the rubber hits the pavement. How sure are you that two people should play this game, a Magic: The Gathering? We're gonna give it a rating of zero to one hundred percent. Wow! Okay. Uh, Pete, what do you um, think? What are you thinking here? Okay. Andrew, I give Magic the Gathering a... I am 68% sure that two people should play this game, Andrew. Okay. Listen, I, I really like Magic the Gathering. Um, okay. I, I, like I know... Like I know mm, 
I, okay, but listen. Well, it's also kind of an old game, and they've made better stuff. Listen, it does a core thing that I love, Andrew. This is the core thing I love in in board games. That's why um, I like it. Is every new round creates a randomized puzzle that I have to solve. What right. is the most efficient use of the cards that I have access to right now? You know what right. I mean? Like right. that. That is kind of a core thing that it will always get me. Uh, this is one of those games where it's like, haha, I'm doing this. And then your partner goes, okay, based on that, then I'm going to do this. And you go, yeah. oh, all right, well, based on that, I'm going to do this. I like yeah. that. I, I think yeah. that's really cool. Um, now, unfortunately, there are times when randomness leads to, uh, you know, times when you lose, even when you've made the best choices you can make. Is that possible? Yes. You know what I mean? Like, so you could maybe have done your most efficient thing with what you did, and you still don't win yada yada hey that's randomness for you you know that's luck and that's fine that's part of card games and shuffling up cards and everything like that um so i'm not and also it could also happen to the other person and probably equally you know times as much and it's a quick game so if you feel like hey i just got trounced because i got bad cards just set it back up and go again you know do well, a best the, of yeah that's five the beauty of because it's because right, it's quick you know yeah Right, exactly. Uh, now, uh, listen, the model of collectible card games uh, is one thing because people will, you know, tons of reviews out there where people talk about how much they hate this game because of the money-making model. It, ru- it ruined it. them you know financially, I mean? yeah. <laughs> right, and it's like, okay, that's sad, I get it. Like, And that's a whole different thing, and I would give that, you know... Uh, a different score, you know right, what I mean? Like, right, I don't like right. that, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't like a greedy company, you know, uh, knowing that they are basically sucking uh, money out of children, essentially, you know what I mean? Um, but, oh, but it's so fun, uh, Pete. It's so fun to tear open that booster pack. <laughs> well, why are you... Yes, why are you... <laughs> it's, but, you know, you made allusions to gambling before, and I and I I do believe that gambling is, uh, you know, is a, is a prop. So I don't <laughs> yes, like the idea of a company, you know. This is basically the, you know, Wizards well, of the Coast is basically. You know, we were a, joking a about we were joking um, about how uh, Magic the Gathering should come with like the uh, the uh, lung cancer picture on it. It probably should right. come with a uh, it call one eight hundred. No, it should call yeah. it one eight hundred gambler. Oh. Uh, uh, You're probably that. right about that. You yeah, know? <laughs> and uh, but but listen, that is I think that's separate than the game here because yeah. there is just a base game that this man created, and the game is great, and I I think, and it's yeah. it's so great. In fact, it inspired almost every other card game to come after it. So yeah, here so that's kind of like why my review is a little bit mixed is because listen, just play it casually with a friend and have fun. Keep it casual. Mm-hmm. Um, Keep it kitchen table, they call kitchen table magic, which is just like casual, fun. Maybe definitely do like a draft format where you have to like draft the cards, and that way you don't have to. You don't have a situation where the person who has spent the most money on it uh, has the mm-hmm. has the most powerful deck or whatever. You know what I mean? Like yeah. uh, find find what fits you best because there is there's there it because it's been around for so long. People have explored different ways of playing this game, so find the way that you know suits you best um but also i do have to make a note that it does seem like other games have evolved from this that might even be mm, slightly better maybe even um you know what i mean so i mean richard uh, garfield himself went on to make numerous other dueling 
uh, card games, um, some of which, like you know, like we mentioned with, uh, you know, one of which is Android Netrunner, and uh, that one you don't have to invest nearly as much money in to get uh, the cards for and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he's still making them. There's a Mindbug is a new uh, one that Richard Garfield uh, made himself that is, uh, you know, um, a dueling uh, card game, um, deck building game and everything like that. So uh, there's just like, it seems like maybe there have been improvements made to this kind of model over the years. Though I will say, I mean, this world and what you do in it and stuff like that is is still very fun. I I have I had a ton of fun dipping back into it with you. So, 68% well, sure. All right. Well, I think you you made your case pretty well there. I think that 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 makes sense. That rating makes sense now. I I, I think yeah. we we um you know, I said earlier that I was kind of surprised at how easy the game is and I think Right. Honestly, because I'm comparing it to a lot of other games, like like even Pokémon is is a little more it has a few other mechanics in it that that magic doesn't have. Like you can't evolve, you know, in Pokemon you evolve your your uh, things, mm. and and um, so it's a little bit different in that way. And so I feel like this is like I don't want to knock it because it's kind of a little simpler um, because it is the yeah. original one. You know, it's like it's you, you right. created this whole genre of, of game, and it, it is fun. It's fun to play, and you know me, I love I love some randomness in my game, so I kind of like that uh, aspect. Right, of it. right. I wonder also, are we ignoring the factor of playing the game is one thing, but also uh, forget about spending money on the cards but just sitting sitting there on your bed laying out the cards and building a deck and thinking about like oh how can i make this better what if i added this card then i'd have to take out this card because you only have a certain number of cards that can fit in there um and so making those decisions might be like you said like you you're trying to think about what's the most efficient choice i can make at this moment um there are some decisions in just just setting up your deck that might be like that you know and we we're sitting here playing with starter packs so we don't really have uh, that much experience with that. Like I said, I did that with Pokemon, but not with this game. I think that could uh, honestly. I think maybe if Pete, if you actually did that, it might bump up your score. The only problem with that is, of course, you yeah. gotta you gotta spend some money to get more cards, I guess. But uh, yeah, good point. Good point. Yeah, but uh, which maybe, you know, yeah, you gotta spend a little money to make one. That's yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. Anyway, I am giving this one an eighty-five percent. I thought it was really fun. Ah, yes. that's a that's a high score. Yeah, I mean. Um, yeah, I mean the it was this was a genius, you know, game design when this yeah. when he made this. You know what I mean? So I mean if I if can, I, I had understand. if I had gotten into this as a kid, I mean watch out, I would have I would have been a, a nut with this game. I, I would have loved it. Yeah. because um, it's right up my alley. I, I love I love the card games, I love the randomness. I, I would have spent mm-hmm. I don't really have time anymore, like but I I definitely would have spent tons of time like trying to maximize the the yeah. power of my deck and like trading in and out cards and stuff like that. I just I mm-hmm. I think it's a type of thing, and especially since it's such a famous game, I think everybody should at least maybe just get a just get a starter pack and just give it a try or borrow somebody else's learn how to play because it's, it's it, yeah. at least you could say like, hey, I did it. I, yeah, I know what that game's about. I've played it. It's not some mysterious mm-hmm. nerd game that I don't know what it is. You know? Yeah. Um, cause I it, mean, it, Andrew, I, basically, if this, if you, yeah. You got to be careful, because if you had gotten into this when you were younger, you know what? You know, you might not be with your wife because you might have rolled up to her. You might have, you might, you might have tipped oh, your uh, Jack. You might have tipped well, your Jack Skellington fedora in her direction, and she might have, you know, <laughs> not given you the time of day, Andrew. 
Well, maybe. I, I actually, when I told uh, told her that we were going to play this game and record about it, she was like, oh, I never played that. But she was like, when I was a kid, my wow. stepbrothers always played it, and I always really wanted to try, but I, I never, never was oh. allowed to play with them and stuff like that. So she... All right. You know, she... Tell her to, she, tell her to get yeah. in on it. I mean, we... Pete, I don't know. We, I'm speaking of Fog of Love. Our, part of our love story is, you know, that we uh, we both had Pokemon cards, and we... we yeah, that's a good point. Combi- I have them combined in a binder right now. They're all mixed together. Wow. So wow 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 how about that yeah i mean Mm. um Mm. you know it's it's kind of like our third child it's kind of precious but anyway kind of uh, precious yeah uh (laughs) anyway i think if you want to try out magic the gathering i think a good suggestion is try the thing that i'm now addicted to magic the gat magic colon the gathering colon arena which is a a free app rare double colon yeah (laughs) yeah it's a, it's an app, Magic Gathering Arena. Uh, it's it's yeah. a totally free app, and you can play Magic for free. And of course, it's like a freemium thing. Of it's course, freemium. You can, yeah, you can upgrade and get different cards. They want game, you but, to spend yeah. money on it. Yeah. But I, mm-hmm. I have more. I'm not. I don't spend money in apps, but I have been playing. Mm-hmm. It's a great like. Takes like some games. It takes like less than five minutes. Boom, you're done. Um, yeah. I just wish that it was you could do turn based on it. You know, I love turn based games. Yeah, so I know. We, we have to like yeah. sync up the time that we're going to be on the app to actually play each other. But I'll just play against a computer. It's kind of fun to just you know. Yeah, I just kind of live my life with a computer most yeah. of the time. You know, <laughs> just me alone with a computer. Anyway, uh, so my uh, well, my only, Andrew, uh, the other the other oh, thing about ahead. the app, I'll say real quick that yeah. is nice about it is is that it does highlight the fact yes. that it is kind of like a puzzle. The puzzle elements of it because it'll literally give you like little challenges where it's like. You know, hey, mm-hmm. figure out this person will crush you unless you figure out the best way to play these cards. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so it does it. I feel like it does a very good job of like right off the bat showing you like this isn't pure randomness. Like you have to kind of figure out good combos and how things work together and stuff like mm-hmm. that um, and take <sighs> that into account when you're building your deck. So I think it I think I think it does a good job of showing you um the skill behind it yeah. and the thought that went into it so yeah that that was that is a good point i when you when at first you said the app highlights i thought you were going to go the root of uh, what the thing that i love is that it highlights the cards that you can play at the time that you have enough land cards <laughs> yeah to play. i love that so i, I don't have to sit it. there and figure out wait can i play this card no i don't have enough uh, <laughs> land to play this card <laughs> it just shows me the ones and like, yeah ignore all the other ones play plays right into my um, you know attention deficit disorder yeah. <laughs> my only uh drawback really uh, well my main drawback with this one i think is personally and hopefully i don't get any hate for this but personally i'm Uh-oh. just not that i'm just not that into the theme of the whole world wow, uh, you know i just Andrew. don't wow like i said i pokemon was huh. my thing i i loved pokemon and um probably just because i was a kid when that you know whole thing came out i played the video game and everything and i just i mm-hmm. I know that it's a ripoff of Magic the Gathering, the card game of it is, mm-hmm. at least. Um, but, you know, I, I just, I'd like that world better of the, like, the little animals. The, this Magic world, it just That's seems fine. like, it just seems like it's too abstract for me. It's like, I don't, I'm confused about, like, who I am and what am I doing. Mm-hmm. And, um, right. and I know that Be- some hardcore because fans you are probably... Just because you're not a child that ha- is leaving his <laughs> his village to go fight fight yeah. against all the best trainers that uh are in gyms right for some and reason yeah i got pit, you pit animals to fight against each other You're right uh, yeah, yeah do a dog monster dog fighting dog yeah, fighting. yeah 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 gotcha, gotcha. Um, right 
<laughs> I know that the hardcore fans of Magic would probably give some pushback on that. But like, well, no, you don't don't know the lore. Well, of the they thing, like but... this kind of stuff. Yes, they like, was... <laughs> uh, you know, there's people out there who, you know, love uh, a barbarian with an axe uh, fighting a yeah. little elf guy. Well, or and, and I would, too, That's but it cool. just seems like Magic has so many. And I, I think mm, I was reading. Sounds like that... maybe you wouldn't. <laughs> no, I do. But it's it's like. Mm. There's so many different uh, things in Magic. Like there are some that are oh, I not gotcha. not in that genre, even like cards that are not. Yeah, in that. you know, there's like right. vampires. I, I understand what you're saying. Like the, yeah, you know, there's yeah, like yeah. you get like uh, some the ones that look like like Greek gods coming in and stuff like that. So it's yeah, like, that's a good point. It's, it, good it's point. very. But I was reading a thing that's like apparently the planeswalkers, which is what you're supposed to be, can travel. through from plane to plane, like through dimensions kind of, hmm. so you can like go to different Convenient. worlds kind of thing. Yeah. Cha-ching! You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. That's it all just I'm seems, hearing. It's too You know what the sound is when they uh, ch- go to a new dimension? Cha-ching! Cha-ching! cha-ching. That's, <laughs> That's the, the sound effect, anyway. yeah. Yeah, well, no, I'm just glad, Andrew, that that was uh, that was your hot take because I for a second there I was like, ooh, ooh, you know, he was like, I'm, I might might get a lot of hate for this, but and I thought you were gonna go maybe I thought you were gonna go more of like a Hummel statue uh, <laughs> direction with it. No, no, anyway. the Hummels are not. Well, I mean, they're not. Oh, yeah, whatever. I'm not defending Hummels. Never mind. I'm not. Gonna... <laughs> okay, I'm not just being a guy who goes on YouTube and. You know, oh. you get canceled for defending Hummel statues. Just going on a rant about. Anyway, yeah. Andrew. Um... And everybody's like, "Wait, you didn't need to defend Hummel's. Like, why are you doing Wait. this? Like, oh, you're just canceled because you're so <laughs> yeah. The oddest, <laughs> yeah, the oddest celebrity cancellation of you know. <laughs> Uh, all right. At least you're a celeb. (laughs) Well, of course, we're all celebrities. And every celebrity needs, Andrew, a leaderboard. Leaderboard. All right. It is time to take a look at the big leaderboard. And it is very big. I used to say that as kind of like a joke, but now it is actually very big. We have 61 games on this leaderboard. Um, and so what we're going to do is we're going to take Pete's score and we're going to take my score and hmm. we're going to average those together. So Pete, you gave it a 68, 68. That's and right. I gave it an 85. And when we put that into the computer and punch it out, it's going to come out to, we are officially 76.5% sure wow. that two people should play Magic the Gathering. Andrew, that is in the top Twenty-five percent of being sure that two people should play this game—that's good point. Cool. Good point. You know, it's over—it's over seventy-five percent sure. Yeah, yeah. just just. Uh, and interestingly enough, that when when we then look at the whole list and where that falls, it it does though. I think it does fall uh, in the latter half of the games mm, that just we. Barely, wow, yeah. we're we're pretty sure that a lot of people should play a lot of these games. Huh, yeah, we like these games. We don't huh. review a lot. It's of almost like games. we like board games. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, anyway, Andrew, yeah, that puts it at, uh, we have got a list, like we said, this is our 61st episode, so this is the 61st game that we are reviewing, and this is going to come in at number 36, uh, on the leaderboard. Yes. Um, so, uh, what does that make it? 36, 61, that's almost half, at the halfway point, Almost, huh? yeah, almost, very close, just under the halfway mark. And yep. it is also just under number 35 game at, of Mr. Jack, the old... Mr. Uh, Jack. Yeah, mystery you know, game at 77. Andrew, and we can half. play that on uh, online, too. Uh, I, don't know if we, I don't know if we've ever done that. Maybe I'll set up a game of... Uh, is that on uh, that. Board Game yeah, Arena? it is. 
Yeah, it what? is. Why have we not? Oh my gosh! I don't yeah. know. I didn't. I didn't know if you wanted to play. Anyway, of course I want uh, to play. And it's and it's going to be right above Foothills, which I wish was on that, and hopefully we'll uh, be playing it online. Man, you know what? Uh, I kind of I'll be about just Foothills, yeah. as soon as that. Well, yeah, you would. As soon as we, uh, as soon as that comes available online, I'm going to spam be spamming you with requests to play that. Uh, Can't wait. Okay. Anyway, and Glasgow and all Hold these. Hold on. I rated anyway. Foothills higher than you did. I I, I remember not liking that game. Really. <laughs> I thought I'm you not... didn't like. Yeah, I might have gone in and maybe might have hacked sure. into the database here and. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. I guess I liked it. I, yeah, I'll play Foothills. I guess I like that game. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, listen, Andrew. This ain't the episode about Foothills. No. Um, this is the episode about Magic: The Gathering, and uh, you know it's in a pretty solid spot in terms of what the score that we gave it. So. Yeah. Um, so, Andrew, I think that's pretty cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, we're back, baby. We are back. What? Uh, what? What are you? What are you laughing oh. at? Oh, sorry. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I think that's pretty cool. Okay. Yeah. Let me let me just go ahead and look at our rundown here and see what the next segment is. Oh, are we cool? Are we cool? Yeah, after this playing this game, are we still cool? Yeah, how many points did our friendship go up or down? It's been a while since we dusted off the old uh, friendship ledger, so let me just take out my yeah. big book here. It's a giant. Yeah, I have thrown mine in the trash. Okay. Uh, didn't know if you were coming back. I'm keeping you know, I mean, a, from vacation, so uh. yes, I'm, I'm keeping a I'm keeping a carbon copy of it. So luckily, I still have the records <laughs> okay, here. Good. Good, um, good. So I filed uh, this uh, under uh, you know. Friendships of a bygone, uh, you know. No, I'm so, just kidding. Yeah, right. <laughs> Pete, uh, what do you say? Are we still cool? Yes, Andrew. I say we went up by a point, our friendship, right. uh, you know, strength after this one, Andrew. And I'll tell you why. It's it's a fun one to break out with you, Andrew. I know that you're a busy dad, and I know that mm. you want the game. You know, one of the things, in addition to loving a little bit of, like, chaos and uh, and uh, randomness in your games. You also like when uh, one is fun and quick, you know what I mean? So I know that we can, that's, uh, shows me that we can both enjoy this 100%. one. You like one that you can play I, on your lunch break or something like that. That's so. a good, and you know what? I forgot to mention that earlier. That's a great point is that I was also astounded by how quick this game, and some games can go on really yeah. long, but, um, yeah. most of the games are pretty short. Some of them are very short. I would, as, I would assume, you know, the people who really know what they're doing can make yeah. them last long or whatever. But uh, some of them I just Tell immediately, I log on, and then you crush me, and I log off. You know what I mean? That's, uh, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. some, some of them last about 20 seconds uh, for me to feel uh, emasculated. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, uh, so and I, uh, I know that that works for both of us, and so that makes me feel good, too. So. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I also agree. I think we are cool, and I'm going to say that our friendship went up by three friendship points. Holy moly boy. And you know why? Because this is the game that brought us back to the table and oh, to the microphones. Wow, wow, wow. Because wow, we are back, you. people, and I just, I'm just i so happy to be talking to my one and only friend here on the Wow, podcast. that's great. That's yes. great, Andrew. That does seem a bit interesting. I mean, I am interested that the... The person who said that we went up by three points in our friendship meter is also the person who played a card on me one time that just was called murder, and it just <laughs> it just killed one of my guys. So okay, interesting. But you, but also you think okay, we're up I by love three it. Points. I love gotcha. murdering you. Just so murder. Well. It was just a card called murder. 
yep. suddenly appeared in front of my face. Pete's gonna okay. clip, Pete's gonna clip that audio of me saying I love murdering you and uh, <laughs> I love murder. That's gonna be when he's trying to uh, the... pin me to, for uh, you know attempted murder on. Yeah, Netflix. Yeah. Get trying to get a Netflix special or whatever. But uh, hey, true crime. Now we're talking. Um, now we're talking. I yeah, I'm probably pretty sure that at least during like uh, visitation at jail, you could probably have enough time to play a game of Magic: The Gathering at those little tables, right? So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, all you got to do is get a little bit of Wi-Fi in there, uh, which I'm sure costs roughly three thousand American dollars or whatever. It's just like <laughs> insane. The racket that is like. Uh, data communication within uh, private uh, uh, jail industry. Anyway, look, we're I'm not glad get we're ending on a, on a happy note here. Yeah, Andrew, listen. And I'm back, baby. <laughs> I'm back. Listen, okay. Andrew, speaking of being back, by the way, first of all, uh, our Twitter and, and Instagram have uh, never left, quite frankly. You've right. been doing Twitter. I've been um, doing Instagram. Sort of. yeah, we've I've been, been, uh, I've been, sort of we've doing been posting. We've been posting. Mm, a little bit. Twitter, you, you can find us at to play that pod instagram you can find us at two can play that game podcast find out uh what we're doing when the mics aren't on or whatever mm. you know what i mean so I, uh yeah i'm gonna also say uh besides following us at those two places go ahead and if you haven't done so already i mean come on we this is season three now go ahead and yeah. give us give us a rating a review on oh, yeah. uh wherever you're listening to this apple podcast or or wherever you know so mm-hmm. uh just give us a rating on there because it really helps uh spread we're our trying show. we're trying to pin murder on andrew and yeah, nobody please. no nobody's gonna want to even hear it if we don't have enough reviews <laughs> just write, write, write a review about how because you know what's really popular is those uh those true crime podcasts speaking mm-hmm. of netflix specials also those podcasts yeah. are really popular so write Literally, a review as if this were yeah. a true crime podcast and i'm sure our ratings yeah. will go through the roof I was about that. to say, just literally copy and paste someone right. else's uh, glowing review of whatever you know true crime podcast yes. is out there. Yeah. So you don't have to make up your own review; you can just steal somebody else's. Um, yes. All right. Now, Andrew. Also, speaking of uh, the fact that we're back, uh, right before we sign off, just want to uh, say, uh, you know, these episode people might be used to these uh, these seasons. An episode being released once every week because yes. we were mad, insane in our youth. Uh, no, I'm just if, if you're but, still uh, if you're still listening to this this far in, you are one of those people. Then who you're would familiar every with how we. Week. Yes. Yeah. yeah right. Then you're familiar with how this used to come out. One of the we're probably ones. gonna do uh, once a month now, just to make it you know fit into our life a little bit more um, properly, if you will. That's right. Um, but I mean, come on, you know, you get over an hour of content with every episode. It's like we're yeah. giving you a month's worth of we're, podcasting you, every time yeah. we release anyway. These days we're bordering on like two hours an episode, which is actually pretty insane. I don't know of too many podcasts that are like that long. So um, yeah. yeah, so that that's mm-hmm. enough probably, right? Yeah, come on, you gotta you gotta be okay with that. You gotta be satisfied with that. Uh, so anyway, uh, just keep an eye out for this uh, once a month, and um, and, and when uh, that time comes around, tune in next month, right? Yeah, tune in next month, Andrew. Uh, unless, of course, you get another friend, oh. in which case. Yeah, that in that case you're gonna want to tune into, do you three leave in life after love? <laughs> do you three leave in life after love? Yeah. Um, okay, That's, I can feel right, something inside that- me say. Now that you're okay. mentioning it, that's the podcast. I forgot. That's the podcast that asks what it would be, uh, what would it be like to play a three-player board game with share, and they're just right. You know, 
every episode they always ask that. And it's really kind of there's they have a lot to explore with that uh, concept. Yeah. Yeah, smart. basically, I it wish sounds I could... like maybe they just recorded one huge talk about it, you know what I yeah. mean, that maybe lasted roughly, you know, whatever, 80 hours or something like that, and then they just kind of cut it up into more digestible yeah, right. episodes, yeah. uh, because, they're, because they're really, yeah, because they're really just thinking, they're really just considering what it would be like to play a three-player board game with Cher the whole time. Uh, well, anyway, um, that's going to be the one you want to tune into in that case. But yeah. um, I won't be turning into that, though, because uh, I'm going to be right here with my one friend. That's right. Yeah, that's right. And that's uh, and then all of you, non-friends. Yeah. Non-friends. <laughs> tune in next time, non-friends. <laughs> sure, sure you they sure they appreciate that. Yeah, we, I, these listeners, yes. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean?